Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos. And I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out. The Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is. And you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy, and I'd just be tired. And I pull my glass and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts. And I'm talking anywhere from, you know, their rifle scopes to their range finders. Uh, they all introduced the new BDX system. Guys, check them out. Support a company that supports your favorite podcast, SixHour.com. You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check him out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. Damn, Cody, everybody be liking what we're doing with this Bullhorn app. Yeah, what's not to like, man? You get to text, you get to call in, you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode. Man, we love it. I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app, bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. Okay, peeps, are you a dipper? Or do you know somebody uses tobacco on a regular basis? Well, we got to let you know about Outlaw. The Outlaw Dip Company is the best tobacco alternative on the planet, being 100% tobacco-free, and it's the safest snuff ever made. Not only do they have more flavors and options than any other tobacco company out there, they have many different types of dips. Like the Can of Joe, my personal favorite, is which it's packed with coffee and caffeine, and it helps you get grinding through the day. I mean, it tastes phenomenal, guys. It's my best one I like. Or are you guys a hardcore guy like the likes the Copenhagen or Grizzly, and you like that wintergreen burn? Well, guys, they have that too. Um, check them out. Give it a try. I mean, it's without all the bad stuff in it. Um, now, they gave me a code to help you cut back on a little cost, GU10. Get 10% off your order. Go to outlawdip.com. Guys, don't be a quitter. Just be an outlaw. All right, maybe I'm late to the party, but dang it, I'm glad I'm with them now. Sheep Feet, holy cow, what a game changer has been. Uh, I've been rocking Sheep Feet now for the last month, and every day my feet thank me. Guys, hopefully you already have some, but for the ones that don't, guys, don't wait any longer. Get them now, and I got a code for y'all. Hold on tight. Uh, it, dude, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I had no idea what an uh, insult can do for you. 
I mean, a legit insole. I mean, it can relieve your fatigue, your aches, uh, your pain in your feet, your knees, hips, back. I mean, you know, if your feet hurt, your hunt is done. So why would you not take care of your feet? Invest in a pair of sheep feet. Guys, go to sheepfeetoutdoors.com. Use my code GU10 at the checkout. Oh, man, and you will thank me. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products. Packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? I love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's Kafaro.net. So what number are we on? 75. 175. 75. Can you believe that? 175. Getting on up there, motherfucker. Shit. I better. That's a lot. My liver's like, it's past this, motherfucker. 175. 175 is a lot. We good? Uh, Fucking 175 feels like 1,075 on me, Doc. (laughs) That's just a whiskey. Oh, it's killing me, bro. But I don't know. I don't know if it is or not because here's the thing. I'd be doing it regardless. I mean, it is. It's terrible. Maybe a little. (laughs) I'm trying trying to pep talk myself. Shit, no. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to pep talk. Everything's everything rolling, I think. Yep. All right, we ready? What up, what up, what up? We back. 175. Can you believe that? Incredible. Incredible. You should feel privileged. Privileged, brother. Privileged. I mean... Try to think of a witty, Dom, don't even something say witty it, don't, to say. I'm don't just, even say it. I'm just not gonna say I, it. I don't even I say it. I am privileged. How about that, man? No, it's 175. You can't nice. do that. You can't it's 175. That. I'm gonna be nice. Man. Yeah, it's a thank you. It is cool. But thank you for coming on. <laughs> but for real. All right, before we get started, I gotta say some things. Um, today, this afternoon, uh, got a lot of things happening. Uh, but we are 175 deep in podcasts, and I gotta give credit where credit's due. To all you listeners, thank you. I mean, honestly, if y'all didn't listen to this motherfucker, I guarantee you I wouldn't be fucking where I'm at right now, and I wouldn't be putting it out on this motherfucking platform. And I gotta say thank you to all the companies to help me keep pushing this product. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give a big shout out to Traeger first, dude. They came in big, but I'm a badass cook too now. I seen you been cooking a little dog. Bit. I, that's all I like to do. You know I what don't I'm know saying? About badass, but I mean, I'm pretty good. You can make some edible shit, I'm sure. <laughs> I make a turd. <laughs> that's what we should have. That's what we should have made the side window. Uh, Gu fucking grill, good enough to make a turd. <laughs> Anyways, we got Wendell. We got uh, Walker back in the house. Uh, we're gonna talk a little hunting uh, today. Um, we got Walker uh, back from. I haven't seen Walker since antelope hunting. Uh, uh, we were guiding together out in Nestor's. He's been there since then doing that. He was helping uh, guide deer hunters. I would never want that job. Um, and then you went. You also went to Kansas, right, in between that, all right? Yeah, so uh, let's see. After we left from doing rifle antelope, and then I did a deer, and then came home for maybe a few days, I'm pretty sure, and then went out to Kansas and then on the way back from Kansas, I stopped back, back. in uh, in out east and uh, and got another deer. Helped your uncle out. Yeah, helped your uncle out. Your <laughs> uncle, yeah. Helped your uncle Alex out. You know, he hit me up and uh, needed a hand, and I was happy to go down there and do it. You know, see another animal. 
uh, you know, trick another animal, and uh, it was it was a good time. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our little adventure together from antelope hunting because I haven't talked to anybody about it yet, and I kind of been waiting for you. Um, we also got fucking Wendell running the Bullhorn app and chiming in because he um, been on a few hunts now too, and uh, he shit the bed. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you if you want to say my last Arizona hit. Shot, I, I shit the bed too because I shot one. I mean, it was, you know, we never found it, but so I could say that too. You know if, what I mean? If you hunt with a bow long enough, there is nobody that's, that's ever hunted long enough that hadn't had something like Wendell have happen. It is, that's just part of the game. It's never going to. I had one uh, two years ago, I think, at Whitetail. And you want to talk about, we were, me and my brother, we were spot stocking Whitetail. I mean, he, we were just talking about, like, oh, it's hard to do, right? I got up 40 yards up on this bitch. We we seen it. He was down below on this trail, and we were up on top of the ridge. I said, "Manny, drive, drive at least a hundred more yards. I'm gonna get out. I want you to film this fucking deal." He did. This fucking thing was just licking the tree up atop nose. You know Ooh, how he, how they do yeah. it. And I got it, and I fucking whacked it. And I thought it was a perfect shot. It was liver, right? Mm-hmm. Liver shot. Was he Motherfucker, yeah, a little bit, and which I still was like, "Fuck, he's he's dead, yeah. right?" This motherfucker bolted. Listen, he bolted around this corner, right? And I thought he took off up on this, the ridge up on top and down in this cornfield, right? Amateur hour, Luke. I fucking, me and my brother were fucking high five, and he's got it on film, and like, you know. I'm thinking, fucking, I can't wait to show Aaron, fucking, you know, brag, you know, White tail on the ground. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. I, like I, I spotted it, stalked it, you know, and boom, I smoked it. And I, you know, my Illuminox in the side of the hill, blinking, and I was like, "Fuck, baby." We, I was like, "Let me go get my arrow. I'll be right back, dude." I go get my arrow and I bump this fucking deer that's bedded fucking thirty yards from this fucking, like literally. Bedded right there. I'm like, oh fuck! Plots of blood right in his bed, and he's motherfucker went to a county to another county. Never seen this motherfucker again. And and think about it, you know. And hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know, maybe if you had known exactly where that deer was hit, mm. and you could have backed out, right? Because I think there's a good chance you back out of there. Was this in the afternoon was, or afternoon? You, you leave mid, him mid all af- night, mid afternoon. Yeah. I bet he's thirty yards away, piled up. In oh, that bed. he would probably you know would have stayed I mean? dead right there, that's, dead that's right what, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just I did later. not know he was there. Yeah, I'm just going to get my fucking arrow. Like you know, look at my blood, my arrow pass through. I thought he went because there was a bunch of like uh, cedars and. Like shit, you can't see thicket like right there, going up this canyon and up on top was the cornfield. And I was like, oh, he either fucking he jumped, he went up and went on top of the cornfield, gonna die in the cornfield. Cool, easy fucking go drive the truck too and go get it right. Give it in thirty forty minutes, he'd have been dead. Mm-hmm. My dumbass went right away just after moments of me and him hitting fives. Well, maybe you thought you had a great shot on it. Maybe you thought you no, put I it right did. through the heart. I or... sent the video to Aaron. He goes, oh, that's liver, bro. Fuck. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Dude, we fucking came back for two days looking for blood. I mean, we found good blood in the corn. 
The motherfucker went all the way to Kansas, bro. Ugh. All the way to Kansas. I could not believe how far this motherfucker went, and I ne- we never found him. Never did, and I was so pissed because, dude, he was a big eight. Oh, monster! Probably one of yeah. the biggest beer I've ever shot. Uh, whitetail. That's, straight that's up. one thing about a whitetail, though. When you after you make a shot, if you bump them, they fucking gone. They yeah, but that's pretty much like any animal. You know what I mean, though. I it really is, but like. I don't know. Now, I just one of those things. Yeah, window. I, I give you shit because I'm gonna give you shit because I love you. But two, I've done it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, I've shot one out of a tree stand too, and I fucking clipped the fucking uh, thought I shot the fucking perfect fucking lung shot, and it was dead man zone in that you know backstrap uh, lung way. lung area. You know, you replay the film, and that's one thing I like about you know whitetail hunting is like you can actually film. Your hunts, your shots, and stuff like that, and where I use Illuminox, you can see that bitch. If it's a miss or where the shot is, that's why I like Illuminox. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I'm only doing that because I fucking give you shit because I've done it numerous times. Me too. So, but not as bad as that one though. <laughs> hey, if, I'm gonna give you shit too. So. Um, yeah, but you were so re- real quick, uh, Wendell. You were in New York, right? That's right. I was uh, upstate, upstate New York. And um, Sedoma Farms is the name of the. This the is place a I fucking primo whitetail area, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, you were actually fucking with me the whole I was, time. I was, I was like, you're going, going down to upstate New York and you're going to get your butt raped. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, New York, New York actually has a lot more opportunities than uh than people understand, man. I mean, turkeys and deer. Oh yeah. And the ducks and the geese, they've got dry field goose hunting just like we got here. You know, really get that stuff up I twenty five going up north, all that. They got stuff like that too. Uh, you know, you just hear the word New York and you just think of like Manhattan and shit. You know what I'm saying? But they've got, well, yeah, uh, they, sure. they've got some some opportunities out there. You think of uh, concrete jungle, right? Like I've been, you know, you see, I mean, that's I think of the Statue of Liberty when I think New York. Yeah. I, instantly, it's like Statue of Liberty. That's what comes to my mind. Well, not only that, but like I I fought and um, I've uh, coached up there so many times that I've only been to Long Island. For a wedding, and that's the only place else I've been in New York is Manhattan, New York City, and Long Island. So I wouldn't know anything about upstate New York. That's I mean, I know same with me too. Um, I think I is, is Cooper, Cooperstown up there, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Because I've been there. Like I've been there. Western town. Was I've been there, but maybe it could be. I some, don't know. Like, I, have I no don't know. Idea. I yeah, no but either way. Um, yeah, fucking, um, I had no idea. So he started showing me pictures, and, you know, he showed me pictures that uh, of these deer that they're showing me. And, um, you know, so I started following homeboy that he's going to go talk, go hunt with. And I'm like, oh, fuck, these motherfuckers got monsters. This, this, from, from the looks of it, this guy's monsters. Got yeah, they're monsters. Yeah, it's legitimate. Well, what are they, Apple Farm, right, Wendell? So there was a few times, just to give you a little breakdown, one time in particular, I was hunting, and to the left of me was cornfield. On the other side of the cornfield was soybean field. At the end of the cornfield was apple orchard, and a couple of fields over was strawberry field. So, I mean, everything uh, they need to and eat. And there's probably water somewhere in between, so they've got everything. They everything need, yeah. in between your apple orchards was all clover. Like, all the, the everything growing in between that was all clover. 
Wow. Uh, on top of that, he plants alfalfa himself and does some other stuff for I mean, it sounds like a fucking, like a sanctuary. Sanctuary. Whitetail. Big ass whitetail. It's definitely good, but, you know, you really got to watch and see what they're doing. You got to pay attention to how they're moving because foods, you got to take food out of the equation because there's so much food there. Yeah. So you basically got to win, you know, watch your wins. You'd have to think there's so many fucking deer there though there is a shit ton it's actually a nuisance state so in the summer they if they don't his dad wants to do it because it so brennan's dad is the brennan's the fourth generation farmer Um, uh he'll be the fourth generation farmer that they bought started buying that property i think it's eight or seven 1918 i think's when they bought the property and so it was his grandfather's his great-grandfather's his grandfather's his dad's and then it'll be brennan's uh but you can apply for a nuisance license, and I think they get like 150 tags in the summer. God dang, just uh, to smoke just deer. Just to slaughter deer because there's so many deer there. Really? So what I'm hearing is like, so it's going to be Brandon. Did me and Brandon just become best friends? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you got to go out there, Wendell. Because I know you've been talking about it for a minute, and you've been wanting to do it. And um, you got the shot. Well, it was the first night you got there, right? The first, yeah, well, no, the first night I got there, I got in late. We did go get in a stand, and we seen uh, a few deer, uh, one in particular doe. We called her, I call her Hunt Wrecker, but she's a blowing bitch. Like, she knows where everybody's at. We seen, we got, but it was already, like, 45 minutes before dark, so I literally got off the plane, changed clothes. We ran out behind the house and got in this blind. So it was the first full day evening hunt. That I that you shot and shit the bed, yeah. That I shit the bed, yeah. Fuck. Everything was perfect, you know, (laughs) up until the shit went bad. Well, I I must say, you sent me the videos and I saw the blood, and I was like, oh fuck, you got a dead deer, bro. I mean, I really did. I don't know. I mean, but you you saw the trail cameras, and it's out chasing pussy. Oh no, he's still like I I had. They had a picture of him on the cameras last week. I was just showing Jaywalk. He's a. He was a just giant. He. Probably three hundred pounds, easy. I know he was a big deer, huh? It could very well be a three hundred. Yeah, you're gonna have to put more overtime in the on the G range. Hey, he took that arrow like a champ. Yeah, we're gonna have to put some platforms up, (laughs) tree stands up here on the stand. That would be nice. It would be cool, huh? That's a project this this spring. It uh, it didn't help that you know I ended up holding my bow for where Brandon actually looked at the video and it was actually, I think he said two minutes and 39 you full, seconds at full draw. Yeah, full draw. Yeah. I mean, I heard that, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people, listeners didn't know that. So that's, that's crucial. Yeah. I would probably would have let down, you know, after you well, know, 30, it, 40 seconds, I've been like, fuck this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, One minute. You would, nah, you nah, cause, been, cause nah. here's the deal. You're like this. You're going to take a fucking shitty shot. But if you let down, that deer's gone. Yeah. So cool. that was I, that was the decision I was at. It was either mm, let the, let down. He sees me. He blows out, or I'm gonna you gotta make a shot fucking, happen. So you gotta worry you, about you. You can suck it up for like five seconds. Like even if you held that, it, that's two Wendell, minutes and thirteen yeah, but seconds. Like, he just said. But if he turns and gives you that broadside shot, it's like there's enough adrenaline left in the resources to, no. to, to be able to muster up five seconds of extreme concentration. I'm an ethical hunter. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, you about to open up a whole another. Here we go. Oh, my morals and my ethicals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we doing? I here? mean, let's get I'm it real. Hey, that. here's the deal. 
two minutes is way too long. I would have smoked that motherfucker in the first 30 seconds. Uh, Good shot or bad shot. shot or something? Oh, hell yeah. I ain't taking frontal on a whitetail. Uh, sh- you, the same shot if, you would if, take if, on a bull? If, if I was, you're going to do not it not on a, Listen, if, oh. I was, if I was within 10 yards on listen, the ground listen, of a whitetail, I would take that, but that's about it. And, and if you would take it, I don't give a shit. I'm not hating on you, but I'm just not doing that on a whitetail unless it's on the ground shit, and it's very, very uh, close. <laughs> I'm just telling you Shit bro. bud <laughs> I uh, see you done got fancy You done inputted some new sound I had to get some I new I was not baby man. Yeah, I just did know. I had to upgrade it okay. shit. But listen I would do it all day long I mean How come you had you a whole would do for what? Two, How long what, When you held that shot for two minutes What was it What was the shot His ass No Facing you So I was waiting for him to clear some Light brush. Oh there was So there was yeah. shit Debris in the way Okay right. that makes sense then Right. So, I mean, to go through the whole, like, so we were hunting in a double lock on. Brandon was sitting behind me. I was sitting, you know, we we're facing back to back. He was behind you? We were facing. I told we you. Were, I we, told you someone was going to have it up there. <laughs> we didn't do anything, anything sexual. No wonder, that, no wonder that, you missed a shot. At that moment, we didn't Someone do else sexual. shot. Uh, I just bullshit. I guess I, I I'm talking. I kept on giving him shit like he was going into fucking no man's land where I'm never gonna see him again. He swear the, you know. Well, I, tried, <laughs> I tried to get you to go with me to, uh, to make sure I was alright. Well, fuck! I didn't thought it. I thought I was gonna send you to go do. Clean up over there, but fuck now. Next year, maybe I have to. Fuck. We also hit terrible weather. It was hot the whole time we were there. Oh, sounds like an asshole, right? That's Every tough. guy has one. Uh, those excuses. excuses. Yeah, those excuses. <laughs> you can call them excuses. <laughs> I call them facts. <laughs> oh, wait, do I love it? But here's the thing: like, I, this is one thing I will say. You got the shot. You've been went. You've been because you come from Texas. You've been begging to go back in a tree stand, hanging out. You got that because up up here in Colorado, up out here west, it's hard to do that. You know, unless you're out east here or some of your surrounding states, you know, it ain't going to happen too much. You know, Um, I believe we could probably do it on my piece if we move that tree stand and hunt some mule doors out of there. I mean, I 100% think that you should have a couple of lock on sets. Yeah. Just off of different winds. If if I had that piece, I would 100%. Yeah. That's what we need to move that up on top of that hill. Yeah. So that's what we're. I have a big double ladder stand, big ass uh, 18 footer. And it's just on the other side of that. Well, here, here's the thing. I like where your stand is now because of that corridor where it seems like those elk typically come through. You're, you don't have that big-ass structure in the middle of that corridor. Mm. Now, lock-on is not going to be as much of a deal, right? Because that box is a big-ass It's a big-ass oh, box, Oh, the box right? is there for the pasture, but the horses have just ruined that whole pasture. But I'm saying if you put a couple of lock-on sets and you put them 20, 22, maybe 23, 24 foot high – you know, and use sticks, that's not going to be near as much of a footprint, right, no. as that big-ass box. So I, I would definitely have two, probably two different setups up there because why not? I mean, yeah, no, you're going to want to hunt those fucking things yeah. uh, well, immobily. I made up my mind already. I ain't, deer, I ain't elk cutting there next year. Oh, hold on. Didn't I say I was going to print something out about, you know, when you sent me that message saying you was about to kill an elk? And, and I uh, said I will. I still got time, fool. I, I get that. But, I mean, I think we I both still know got time. it's, it's I, not I, going down. Because I know now where you were talking about. <laughs> and, and now yeah, it's yeah, not going to happen. Now that, that I know it. That's just like, what'd you fucking tell Josh? And I was like, yeah, I fucking told Josh. Fuck, <laughs> I mean, he's not like going to, I'm going to need his help. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love uh, to come down and watch you shoot one. Yeah. 100%. Uh 
And I was like, I was like, yeah, I better go down there and fucking shoot one and whack him. That's why I tried to say it. I mean, I, it's like, I got, I got some of my sleeve. Hey, fuck him for trying to keep that whole secretive <laughs> shit. Yeah, once I told him, he was like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking Nestor, man. It's just incredible, man. The guy unbelievable. Just, I mean, it's unbelievable. He wants me to fucking do all this birthday shit, and yeah. then he's talking shit, right? I mean, it's incredible, man. My, I called him for two days. He messaged me, was it today? That I posted that thing earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Message him today, or he messaged me, hey, share this and everybody better fucking come. And I said, dude, it's Thanksgiving weekend, bro. Fuck. We're all out of town. That is literally, yes. That's literally. We're all out of town. Like, I'm literally going back home from, if I come back for that thing, that motherfucker better let me shoot a 200 plus. Right. Uh, your, your, your classification <laughs> just went up. Because, I mean, literally, I make, I'm turning my fucking family time into his sweet sixteen birthday party. You know we ought we ought to hunt the same time, man. Oh, now you want now you want to jump on my coattail. I don't I don't think we got the same. I don't think we got the same. Unit. <laughs> I don't either. I don't even know what units I have. Honestly, yeah, I just I know. It. We'll talk I know about out, it, but... out east, I have a good unit uh, to hunt. Oh no, people hit me up. Um, anywhere out east is good, and I mean you know it's been a little different. If you, you have the access, if you yeah, if you the have access. the access, that's true. That's very, very fucking true, right. dog. Very fucking true. But either way, um, I lost my train of thought. Either way, Wendell, I'm proud well, of you. Still, well, before you get way off, I need to make sure you say this right because Nestor's probably going to listen to this. You need F to be. I don't give a fuck. You need to be, he ain't listening to shit. I'm trying to cover your ass here. Give me a second. Uh, there is no fucking. He cover. said uh, you said 200 inch. Be, you're clear you want mule deer because he'll give you a 200 inch elk. <laughs> I'll take a 200 inch elk. Right now, shit. Go I ain't clear shit. I'll take an elk over a mule deer. I promise you that. Hell, I told the fucker I'd take a cow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Me too, right now. How fun would that be to go down there, both of us, because they're, they're starting Double. to cut the corn. I know. Hey, they should have. This they one's such and such. They're starting to cut it. Look they at were, this, cocksuckers. Listen. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I told you. Hold on. They were, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Bigo. Hey, you're on the podcast, bro. What do you need? I'm on the podcast. Yeah, you just called in when you were with your ears ringing. Because <laughs> we were just dogging your ass, dog. <laughs> what are you fucking turning sweet 16 for your birthday party or what? <laughs> 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 oh, huh? holy shit. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'll have you later. <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That was it right there. No, I had to it. do it. That was it. You know what I mean? That was it. Like that sometimes you got to call Spanish man, man, right? That was good. That but was anyways, good. this quick break is brought to you by OutlawDeep.com. Guys, I want to tell you guys, this is the real deal. Um, I have literally been now tobacco-free for about going on six months now, and it's all because of the Outlaw Dip. Uh, they got tons of flavors. Um, my personal favorite is the Can of Joe. Um, it's just uh, coffee pouches with caffeine in it, and it just gives you that little buzz to keep going. I love it. Um, but they got all kinds of stuff, guys. Go on the website. Check them out, outlawdip.com. Um, find what you like, your cup of tea, and quit doing all that bad shit. And check it out. We even got a discount code for you. Uh, for you, G-U-T-10. 
10 get 10% off your order today. Don't be a quitter. Be an outlaw. Back to you, Window. I was again, I'm not sucking your dick, but because you shit the bed. But I just I'm, I'm picking you up. You know what I mean? Picking you up. I'm trying to say, you know, my only archery tag that I had before this time was an elk tag. Mm-hmm. Dude, my archery tags are just now. Like I feel like now I'm just starting them. But when I come back from this fight this weekend, this whole next week, I'm fucking. I got a tag up here uh, at my spot. Oh, rifle or what? It's a rifle tag, but I'm going to shoot with my bow. I'm deer taking my bow. Or? Yeah, mule okay. deer. And uh, I'm fucking laying one down, dog. What, is your tag out there the other way? Is that rifle? That's, or a, is that? that's an A tag. That's my I'm archer saying, tag. Oh, it's archer. Yeah. It's an archer that's tag. That's what I've got. Yeah. Well, that's because that's what your fucking mm-hmm. uncle told me to do. I know. Me, I just listen, man. You know, if, I mean, you know. Before this, all season long, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't wait to shoot this fucking animal. You heard how we was talking about it. You know? And now I'm just like, we're in the back burner now. Mm-hmm. Just uses us for our guiding man. skills. Unbelievable. Man. Hey, speaking of that, what a hell of a time. Hey, Listen, like you said, you hadn't talked about it, and I'm going to let you start this. But what I will do is I'll preface what you're about to say with, man, rifle antelope. And that was really my first experience getting to hunt them with a rifle. I've killed them with a bow, and I've killed them with a muzzleloader. But getting to go out there and hunt them with a rifle – Man, it was a cool damn experience. Uh, you know, being able to really overlook a bunch of different bucks and and so on. Good, but I'm gonna let you take away. But man, that was a hell of a time, man. It was a grind too. Now I was down there for 13 days, man. Uh, like I will say this, I've been doing it now for three years, and this year was definitely the most. Uh, I would say not harder, but it was more difficult um hunt with hunters because I would of the say. terrain features right with yeah the, the i would growth. just say because yeah all the water all the water we had all summer long and um everything just you know the sunflowers dude, the, dude everything was taller than the goddamn antelope but some of that stuff know, was taller to me yeah i mean it was just nobody wanted to walk through that shit and if you did you were bumping shit and you never saw it right so the animals weren't, the antelope weren't down. Well, hold your thought. Let me say this. If you're a hunter and you're going, and this is just, take this for what it's worth because I've, I've been on one guided hunt. But, like, if you get somewhere and you're really going to complain about the sunflowers being too long or maybe oh. you got to walk a little bit, I mean, that that's a bad deal. I mean, because the guides are just trying to get you an animal and, you know, if you don't want to walk through some some sunflowers, I mean, that's, well, that's a bad deal. It, here's the thing. Um, I think people get uh some guided hunts mixed up with like um I don't know I don't I honestly don't know because it's not a cakewalk right it's a hunt because for one in this case you pay for a guy hunt you're you are relying on me right <laughs> out of all people right I don't want to walk the corn the cornfields or. Uh, the sunflowers no more than you do. But if you want to shoot a fucking animal, it is hunting, and you got to do it, and you got to do it. I mean, it's fucking an antelope. It's the plains. It's fucking little hills. It's flat. 
You know what I mean? It's as easy it gets as it's, it gets. It, it is. And like nobody wants to hike a lot of fucking miles, but god damn it, dude. It's easy and it's fun still. Yeah, man. So I you know, I before we get into this whole thing, I just want to clarify this. Um not that I had issues with any of my guys. Sure, sure. Um but there was there was times where like, bro, we're not we we literally are gonna have to get out of the truck and shoot this fucking animal. He ain't gonna come walking to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that part was a uh, uh, gets a little frustrating, but at the same time, there are so many antelope down there that um, I got to give props to to your uncle Nestor because he literally leases the right spots for great fucking antelope, and you know, like I said. You know, we last last year was uh, when Frank was down there with me. The antelope uh, ultimate predator decoy, that was the game. That was the closer. Like we put that bitch up, psh, they came right up to us, psh, shoot them sixty, eighty yards. Mm-hmm. You know, hundred yards, and there was psh, this year they wanted no no part of that. Right? Is that true? Uh, so I, I didn't bring an antelope decoy with me, but, uh, I heard one of your hunters talking about how it wasn't working and, uh, I wasn't shocked by it. Uh, you know, that ultimate predator decoy is a great, great deal, but I think there's a, and, and I think luck is kind of a, an overlooked factor when it comes to hunting, because I think if you look back into almost every interaction you've had to where you've had a shot at any animal, I think at some point luck comes into the game at some point, man. Luck, I think luck is very important. Uh, and I get it. You can know as much as you want being as skilled as you want. But sometimes lady luck don't shine your way. But I don't want to be, not to be, I don't tra- uh, lose your train of thought, but I said, I was just in Arizona this last what, a couple weeks ago. I, said, I missed at 600 yards, and then I shot at 900 yards. Yeah. Right? It was fucking boom. That was all fucking luck, bro. Yeah. I'd rather be lucky than good lucky any than good, fucking right? game. So, so that's going back to the ultimate predator decoy. What a great um, piece of machinery, great technique to use, made by great people. Uh, but, you know, I think there's a time and a place for it. And, and to me, and I didn't make the ultimate predator decoy, nor have I ever used one outside of the turkey. But to me, I think the merit in having that decoy is like if you're coming up and over a roller, when I say a roller, you know, I'm talking about a terrain yeah. feature, kind of a hill. Yeah, right? you're coming over the top. Like, and you think there's antelope or any other animals about level to the top of that roller and if you come up there and you present that decoy to where it's just a head peeking up right so then you have a little time to look out maybe judge an animal whatever it is i think that's when that thing is best utilized now if you're walking across a bare dirt field with that thing attached to your bow and you're a man of any size I think that, you know what I mean, that is not going to look like an antelope to them. But, hey, maybe if it's the end of September, early October, and they're just rutting that hard, maybe it don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, I think there's a time and a place for, for those That was last decoys. year. That was, that was definitely last year because we'd be walking one field, totally different buck, and then psh, on the side of us. Bob, the guy you, you hunted this year with. Yeah, you know, just killed one of the biggest antelope that were killed, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Kind of like last year, I think. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, he he didn't. I had to stop and like I said, Bob, shoot this motherfucker right now because he's about to rape my ass. We're on the ranch, mm-hmm. and uh, right there by the um, the truck, the watering truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went out, started walking towards uh, up the, up the hill, and because we seen this buck, I was like, ah, let's walk. 
try to fuck get this buck close enough to shooting. This fucking buck came out of nowhere on us, bro. Fucking boom, smoked him right away. Oh, I heard that story. Heard yeah, that I'm story. sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. But but that's why I said like it's it's all about the time of year when they're when they're you know that that rut is happening. You know, I mean, that's like I said. Like I had no idea. Like it was, you know, Josh Clark was the first time that took me and Gaethje out. And he's introduced me to this fucking decoy, and and he's like, "Watch this." He threw that bitch up, and that motherfucker came straight running at us from three hundred, four hundred yards away. And Justin was up to bat to shoot this fucking antelope, and sure shit, Justin was like, "Holy fuck, I got to turn my scope down because he came in close. so fucking close." He shot it freestanding. Straight up. Like, it was crazy. I was like, oh, fuck. This is going to be awesome. Let's just use the decoy. <laughs> right? It, it literally is awesome. But um, so fast forward the next year, I fucking start guiding. I was like, I got the fucking the weapon. Made me look like a fucking G. All my people were like, dude, you are fucking good at this. I'm like, God damn, I can't believe this worked again. That decoy, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, fast forward this year, that decoy different. didn't do shit. A little different. But you had a different decoy. Had a different decoy. What was that decoy? We had no red Angus. Oh. Uh, so it was a side view. It wasn't a front of view. It was a side view. Big Bertha, Angus I call cow. that bitch. And, uh, you know, it, it, it did its job. Re- Let me start by saying this. We're on the topic of Bob. Let me tell Bob's story real quick. Hopefully he's listening to this, but I'm going to tell you what happened with me and him. So took Bob out. He was my second hunter. And uh, take him out the first day and so Bob's 61 years old ex-offensive lineman great dude you met him great yeah dude. you guys hit it off good because you guys were both playing um offensive line right yep mm-hmm. so the first morning I look off the over there at the boneyard up at the top there I'm looking off and I you, were low, you, were, you were eavesdropping up in my neck of the woods no 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 up in my neck of the woods so anyway we get up there and we look off find a good goat and I told Bob I was like hey man are you you good to walk? He looked at me and said, I'll walk anywhere you want me to walk. Mm. I don't think he knew. <laughs> I don't Bob, think. that's when you fucked up. <laughs> I don't think he knows that uh, there's nowhere I won't walk. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, you guys watched from afar the one day. We were a long ways from the truck, uh, and uh, we get in there, and we find a goat. And I told Bob, I said, hey, man. Again, keep in mind, this is a 61-year-old guy, uh, owns a painting company out in California, salt of the earth, great guy. Uh, so I looked at Bob, and this antelope was probably 700 yards away. He can't shoot 700 yards. I get that. So I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to let you know, this is a big goat. Uh, we're going to have to belly crawl. And he looked at me crazy. I was like, we're going to have to belly crawl. And he was cool with it, and I was like, all right, great. So we start belly crawling. The wind is perfect. I just start, you know, I get fired up. But I thought I was going really slow, and I would try and let him catch up and stuff. And uh, I was following a very specific path, and Bob did a hell of a job following in my path because, I mean, I'm very meticulous when I start a stalk, especially with antelope, right, with their eyesight. I knew we had to win. That's great. But I was following each thick patch of sunflowers, kind of like with the cow, right, took a very specific path, uh, you know, the story we're about to tell with the standing cow. Mm-hmm. But I belly crawling, we're belly crawling, I'm not kidding you, for probably 300 yards. And uh, it was brutal. It was. You know, we got cactus on our arms and all that other shit. We're looking out for rattlesnakes. But I finally get him to a spot. I was like, all right. I was like, you think you can shoot 500? He's like, well, I've shot 400. I think I know what my gun's going to do. Let's. He pulled out an ammo box, and it showed his drop rate. 
you know, it showed his, his, his holdover. And I was like, all right, cool. So we lay down on this goat. He's laying there dead asleep. I mean, put an incredible stock on him because he was asleep. You know, was mm-hmm. able to get it done. Head and lay, I mean, asleep. So we get up there on the edge of the sunflowers. And that's why we had to stop. We ran out of sunflowers. You're not – without any cover, you're going to look like a turd in yeah. a punch bowl, right? So we ran out of yeah. sunflowers. I pulled my pack off. Uh, what pack? Yep, my uh, Antero 2. You know, okay. Like I pulled the Antero 2 out. I had, uh, you know, by that time of the day, it was probably – 11 o'clock, it was already hot. I'd already took off my uh, my puffy and my hoodie, so he had a nice, soft, like, bag to shoot off of. I had a blue bag for his elbow, all this stuff. So, boom, we get set up. We had to lay on his goat for an hour for him to stand up because I didn't want him to shoot him laying down. Boom, he finally stands up. And I told him, I was like, all right, I can't remember. I think it was like 19 inches or something was the, the holdover or something oh like gosh. that. It was something insane, maybe more than that. But uh, he's like, all right, I'm about to take the first shot. So okay, cool like knee high right mid body fit mid, his uh windage was perfect elevation was poor right real low boom takes off front and he's at like 540 i rearranging 540 i'm like hold higher came up a little bit higher i'm like you're still low runs off i was like 576 whatever it was those antelope didn't know which direction the fire was coming from right yeah and uh boom he's at like 576 i was like dude hold three foot over his back mid body shoots like I don't know, maybe four inches over his back. I mean, close. So at that oh, point, I'm real like, close. At that point, I'm like, dude, we're good. We're not going to shoot this thing again. It's it's out there at a distance. I don't feel comfortable, but let's don't do it anyway. Fast forward, get him on another stop the same day on the way back to the truck. Yeah, like the dick beat down. He's pretty tired, and uh, we're starting to walk back to the truck, and I'm like, ooh. I just saw a glimpse of him. I'm like, that's a big old buck. I was like, Bob, I know you're tired, man, but I knew he played football. So I'm like, this is the fourth quarter. If you can give me everything you got, we're about to walk up top of this hill. We're going to look over, and we're going to shoot him at 100 yards, Bob. And he's all red-faced. He's like, all right. So we kind of scurry up the Sunburnt. hill. Sunburnt. Oh, he looked like a tomato, man. You guys have water? Look like a tomato. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we did. Uh, so we haul ass up the hill. I, I tell him to stay on the road. I peek over. I'm like, holy shit, there they are, 70 yards. I wave him in. And they're at 70, maybe 75 max. I put, I ask him, do you see him? He's like, no, I don't see him. I'm like, they're right there, like staring at his broadside. Look at that big-ass buck. He's like, oh, boom, the sticks are up. He goes to look down the site, and he's like, I can't see him through the sunflowers. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, he's 6'3". Yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, no, I can't see him. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right, man, rest on my shoulder. Rest on my shoulder. I'm like, does that feel good? He's like, yeah, I'm solid. I'm like, well, this is about the last chance we got. Let me know when you're about to... Oh, he busted it. Oh, shoots high. And I'm like, you're high, buddy. He's like, no way. I'm like, you're high, buddy. He was oh, really yeah. High. Oh, this was the 70-yard shot, huh? Yeah, on a big old, I'm talking about, like, big old goat. Like, one of those where I looked at him through the binos for, like, two seconds and was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Like all the ones I brought back to camp. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them, yeah. So for the, both of our first ones were kind of like, yeah. But, uh. Uh, we're just breaking the ball, you know, breaking the, <laughs> you know, fucking deal. Um, but, uh, so, uh, you end up getting him one. The, the next day he next killed day. 250 yards. I was like, dude, he's 250. He said he's going to hold on his gut, head on his gut. Pacoom, fucking double lung, dropped him. Yep. Beautiful goat. He was like 14 and change on I one side. I remember that. Like, By the watering really tank down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. remember that, huh? Yeah, yeah, because I had some, some asshole decide to drive down in there. 
and uh, helped me get that goat out. Appreciative of that goat. God but, damn, hey, I paid it forward. Double. I paid it forward double. We're gonna what a saint, that, sure. dude. What a saint. I, I saw that. Well, I told my hunter, because I'm with the hunter, right? And I'm like, dude, these guys got a perfect shot at these guys. Let's just wait and see what happens. And we hear the gunshot, and then ring, ring, ring. We got him. You know, because I'm just as stoked for Bob as you are, because I, I hunted with him last year, so it's like I know him. That's cool you heard the shot. Yeah, and uh, we stopped and watched the whole thing go down, and because uh, we were on the other ridge over, and these goats busted. I was like, well, let's just fucking let's see what these guys, because I knew you guys were on the stock because I saw your truck over there. I was like, well, we're not going to hunt anywhere by this because obviously they're out putting work in on the on the on the feet you know you put so, some miles in though yeah so i was like Poof, and next thing i hear and i was like D-, and then bam you called me i was like never fear i am here yeah i, I came down that. like the fucking you know what i'm saying but not all heroes wear capes you know what i'm saying oh my god because i came down all the way down there i'm so glad you did too <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you, you were over a thousand yards away from your truck yeah 100 percent. over yeah. not not so much for you but for bob like, cause he put it a day in with you. I was like, oh, I felt bad for him. I was like, goddamn, poor Bob. Cool thing is, we were stalking goats all day. Yeah, like, yeah, it was you fun. know what I mean. It's that's what I said. Like, that's what I try to tell people. Like, goat hunting is so much fun because, dude, you blow stock. Fuck it, don't worry. We're gonna get on another one. Like, it's not like elk hunting at all. Yeah, it's, it's not like elk hunting at all. You know, it's finding them isn't the hard part. Finding a big one isn't easy typically, but. You find a big one, and oh, you, know, dude, you, you still got to stalk them. It's fucking. You know, you still got to put the, the the most important thing about hunting goats. I think is the stalk. You got to be a good stalker because these things have eyesight like you wouldn't believe, man. Um, but yeah, what what did Matt say? That was up. He said, "Can we move on to the next gate guest, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> oh, Matt talking shit, huh? <laughs> Who, Matt Pilot, Matt? Uh, Matt. Oh, you remember Matt, right? Matt, he was there. He was the one we were there. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, old Matt. Cool dude. California boy. Oh, they're all California. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so. He said, yes, sir. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, who the hell? And then I was like, oh, that's old Matt. So that's the guy that came from Bob, right? That's and then This is a great story that we're just about to get to. So yes. we got old Matt, his goat, man. Beautiful double tip, double ivory I tip. double ivory. Gorgeous. That was the only one of the of the Gorgeous whole. Goat. Because mine had ivory on one side, but never uh, on the other because it was just beat up the fuck up, you know? But yeah. his. Matt's had matching ivory dude, on both sides. That's what I said. Stud I said, if he goat. didn't mount that motherfucker, I was going yeah. to be pissed because Stud this thing goat. was a. This was your uh, typical pronghorn. Like, like your textbook. A little textbook, better than your typical pronghorn. Yeah, it did, better. right? Like, your. your like your textbook, like oh, when you see an antelope, this very is very respectable you see. specimen. I mean, yeah. just a beautiful goat. And that story was crazy because me and Matt, like, so Matt was one of my guys that I took out guiding. We hunt and we, and fuck, I took him and he had uh, a gun that he got, and we shot a couple times. I think and he missed, which you know shit happens. Like I miss all the time on my shit, but like, um. I was at one point. I was like, you know what? Let's try a new gun, because I don't know what these guys do. I mean, from the flights over airport, shit gets bumped, and that's one thing I told about Nestor. Is like, I said next year, dude, 
we have to find a spot where we get to go shoot. These guys want to go shoot because I'd rather go take my guys and go shoot three rounds, three rounds, and let's yeah. just go shoot and boom, boom, boom. Should be done. Yep. Easy, right? I want to shoot anywhere from 500 on in. Just just in case we have that insurance, you know. I mean, yeah. nobody needs to shoot uh, farther than that, honestly. But you know, sometimes shit his fan. You got to you got to do far shots, right? Yeah. But uh, Matt, he missed a couple times. But um, I was like, "Hi, right, Matt. I'm gonna give you my old the sick the sick gun." And he goes, "All right, cool. Let's do it." And he shot her, and we were at something. I think I want to say close to 600 yards, man. We were laying out prone, and I was like. And I was like, um, he said he only missed because he wanted to hang out longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog. I like that dude. He's so fucking dry, though. He's so cool because uh, we had such a fun. That motherfucker got me smoking Marlboro Reds. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Hell yeah. And, and, and we had such a fun time. It was a good and, time, man. And we had, uh, we, anyways, I was like, I don't care, but. When he shot, I was at the point of bringing my binos up to see the shot, and he shot between that, so I couldn't see if it where the shot hit. And I knew he shot, and it was fucking, fucking close, right? So yeah. I was like, "God damn it! Now I got to walk our ass all the way over there because we don't know if there's a dead goat over there, wounded goat, whatever." Got to check it out. We have to go over there, right? So, like I said, we went over six hundred yards. I said, we got to walk through some shit. Let's go. And he's like, let's go. And he was cool. We locked, we walked all over. And then eventually we seen the cut, the two, um, and they were, they were good. He never hit shit. Right. So, uh, we're like, all right, game on, let's go. And then we had to call the old relief in. Mm. Mm. We called, we called Walker in. I was like, Walker, where you at? He's like, I'll come and help you guys. Spot your glass. Cause you just got done shooting a goat yeah. that morning or something yeah. like that. Or it was whatever. That yeah. And, uh, Eleven, eleven fifty-two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bob, right? Yep. And I said, this is one thing I will say about the people that uh, obviously uh, Alex brings into his camp and as people to help, help, you know, guide. It's pretty much uh, either you know them, you've heard of them, or shut the fuck up. They know they've been doing this shit longer than you have, right? Like, so you have a. Uh, you know who everybody's in camp guiding mm -hmm. with each other. Um, and this week, there was tons of guys out there. And obviously, Josh, me and you have known each other um, just as long as Nestor and I, uh, or when you met Nestor and stuff. So mm -hmm. um, me and you can tell each other anything, and I'll tell you, and we know how to you know talk to each other. So when I asked you, I was like, yeah, man, I would definitely love to have you come out and help us find us another buck right because obviously the more eyes the better right because it's a big ass ranch and we did it and you were like yeah i got some and uh i was like we'll be right there right we were literally yeah. right there off the county road the county i was road. like yeah dog, that's what i'm talking about <laughs> i climbed up on the back of my big ass truck was looking which off is the huge cab, right it's big old anyway big old ford climbed up on my cab looked off in there and found some goats uh so yeah i just hauled ass called luke said uh we got some so uh yeah go ahead so i don't think josh knows how to judge a motherfucking antelope because he goes hey, it's, not, it's, a, it's not a bad goat and i'm like so we get on this goat and I'm, I love, I pull my binos up on this goat, and I already automatically know 
This is a green light, dog. This is a green light. All right, so you said what you need to say. Let me interject. So first off, I said there's a dink in there. That's all I've seen, but I haven't seen everything that stood up yet. You said dink, dog. That little dink that kept staying was as we dink. walked up. That was that's the only buck I saw. Now, yeah. and this is to your point, you yeah. were able to see the buck that stood up that I did not see, and I didn't see it yet. So my guy, it's got to be somewhat decent. But go ahead and tell the story because I can't say what I want to say without you finishing the story. Go so ahead. I was I I looked at Matt, uh, my guy. I was like, "Let's go, dude." I said, "Josh, come on, bring that fucking decoy," because there was a bunch of black cows in that motherfucker too, right? Yeah. And uh, I said, if everything plays right, we'll be able to fucking hide behind this fucking decoy. But this cow was fucking red as fucking Angus. Red, what do you call it? A red Angus? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And these fucking black cows hated that motherfucker, huh? They were, they were going like, nuts. They, they were, were going nuts. The goats didn't really care. They they were like, what the fuck are these cows fucking freaking out about? Well, they might have they might have smelled mucking Matt's marble red <laughs> bread. You know what I mean? Or mine too. I don't know. I was smoking too. But oh, um, we get oh fuck, dude. We close in from what? I don't know, five, six hundred yards away. Yeah. And then we get underneath these these uh I don't know, what do you call these little draws that we went and then we had to come up. So we walked up a wash and the first yeah, wash, little, there you the go. first little no, I peek up and I'm like, All right, I see that dinky buck. I was like, We need to move towards this pond, but we're gonna be exposed to this dinky buck. But who gives a shit if he spooks? I don't think it really matters. So we made a move. We kind of skylined ourselves to that dinky buck, but that buck just stood there and watched us. Yep. We dropped down out of sight again. I peek up. I'm like, I do not see him, but I know they're either here or they're there. So essentially we start walking this peninsula. I'm looking off either side. There's cows running everywhere. I'm like, I do not see him. I think he could be either way to our left over there, or they could be right here to our right-hand side. So uh, come to find out, um, you know, they were to our right-hand side. So that was very, very close. And uh, so we start walking towards him. I throw the binos up one time, and I'm like, holy shit, I did not see that buck. And to his <laughs> the point, deke, the deke. <laughs> I, I, I never saw this buck. I was like, that's a shooter. And, uh, <laughs> and um, Go ahead. Uh, so anyways, we get to uh, – we get behind this cow, and, you know, Matt got the gun. We got him on the sticks. Boom. We got what did we get ninety yards, sixty yards at one point. Probably, probably eighty yards. 80, yeah, 90 yards. and um, we we just pretty much you said just put the cross arrows on this motherfucker, shoot this deal, right? Period. Mm-hmm. And granted, the plan came together, and he fucking smoked it. And we go. I knew walking up to this fucking antelope. I to me, I think this was probably one of the bigger ones I shot. He was a great guy. Because uh, I, I walked up to him first, season. and I walked up to him and was like, Deep my ass. <laughs> I, was like that. I was like, that's a bug. I did not see, I did not see the dink until later we were there. Oh, okay. Until we were behind the cow, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's the dink, right? Yeah. The one you saw. I mean, he was six inches long. Oh, he was barely, he was not even by the ears yet. And I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Because the one I looked at, right, I was like, fuck, this is a green light all day long. Come on, let's go. And so we get there, made a perfect shot, a hundred yards, and uh, dropped him. You know, your uncle Nestor came right by actually at the time, uh, talked to the uh, owner, got us to get the fucking tr- uh, antelope in his truck. Just made everything just perfect on that fucking it was. hunt. 
and made it work. And um, yeah, man, I just I like listen. I appreciate you, and I just appreciate uh, the time we had. And uh, I'm kind of am Jones for a marble red now that I, hey, I both, think about both it. Both of those guys <laughs> were great in camp, man. We oh, Bobby, and, dude, I'm those telling those guys, you, dude. All those guys last year, they were so good last year, dude. Like honestly, that's why I was like, I was a little sad I wasn't uh, having Bob because I had a great time with him. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, Matt, I when I got Matt, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I know Matt, and we had, dude. We had a great time, and I, I honestly will say this about uh, everything about hunting camp. You know, that camp, it's such a short, fast camp that it happens so fast that, you know, you want to hang out all week long with these guys and do everything, but, like, dude, it's literally just like, okay, it's time to shoot, man. Let's get on. The, like, the, the, the amount of stocks that you put on is unreal. You know what I mean? Like, there's no other animal. I think turkey hunting is probably like that. I you think know? it's more than that. You think it's more than turkey hunting? I, I think that you get to lay eyes on more antelope than typically than you do turkey hunting. You think? I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in my experience, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I'm typically hunting those private, or excuse me, the public land birds, and uh, yeah. See, I'm not. I'm know. hunting private land yeah. birds, and um. I it, it's it's a coin it's a coin flip, but like if it was public, oh hell no, hell no. Mm-hmm. But like that's why I said like if you're looking for like a good archery or first time rifle hunt and you want to fucking put stocks on, dude, this is this is exactly what you do. And to me, the big game animal like this is the animal to hunt right away. Get check it off your bucket list. Do it and it's a great species. Man. And and. The meat tastes great. It's outstanding eating. You know man. what I mean? Like, it tastes great. Like, I wasn't a fan of it at first, and now I am a fucking fan because I think what happened was my first couple antelope, I shot it with a bow, and I let that motherfucker just, the adrenaline, didn't get the cape off it right away, blah, blah, blah. And now that I got these rifle ones, dude, this shit's nine-day difference, dude. Like, literally, nine-day difference. So that has a lot to be said, I think. Getting the cape off, no drilling, dumping them and letting them die, put them on ice, and you know, taking care of your animal. Me period. Care, right away, care, different man. because there was a couple times where I shot an antelope in the neck, and I had to wait the next day to get that motherfucker, and that was no bueno antelope for me. I was like, God damn, these things taste like shit, dude. Yep. And I didn't like it, me and care, I almost man. like was like I was like almost to the point where I was like I don't want an antelope hunt no more because. Really I don't like want to eat it. I mean, I'll give it away because my in-laws love the shit. And I was like, God, oh, you guys are savages. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go ahead. Eat this shit. Well, I, then I finally ate what they ate. And I was like, wait, this is different. Yes. But then I shot that one with Justin with the rifle. And I was like, what the fuck? So good. So tender. I know. Jeez. I'm about to go pick mine up uh, from what's the name up there? Uh, uh, Kim. From Kim, he I just called, went and he saw him like two yeah. days ago. Oh damn it! I wish I would have known. Yeah, that. you should have told me. I would have damn sure picked it up. Uh, well, if you go there before uh, the birthday yeah. party, let me know. I will. Um, I'll just call Kim and give him my card, and all you do is bring him back. Fifteen hundred awesome. bucks. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up for you. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> well, those beers are fucking popping. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't know. It, it just honestly, like that was kind of like uh, the recap of. Us guiding out out east, and uh, I mean, we we went on a lot more. Uh, the cow decoy was probably the best. 
Well, the story about uh, what's his name, Sierra guy. Oh yeah, James. Up. Yeah, that was a hell of oh, a talk. Dude. Very dude. patient. Very. Dude, he didn't. He didn't want to go on that walk, but hey, he persevered and he got but a great here's go. The, here's the thing. So the night before, he went on. Uh, he went with Nestor, and he shot. He missed out a big ass buck. And I've hunted with Nestor. Nestor's been with me. And Nestor's very, uh, how do I say this in a fucking nice way? He's fucking commanding, telling you, fucking shoot, like, fucking do this. And, like, that's, and a hunter dude is just like, it's like, dude, I, I know I'm I'm trying to shoot. I'm trying to kill this fucking well, Especially animal. somebody that's wired like me and you, yeah. you know. When you get demands like that, it's very, uh. Very trying. Yeah, I'm like, Sh- dude, I'm yeah. about to hit you with this stock of gun. Yeah. Shut up. Let me do this, right? And uh, so either way, James ended up missing a big old fucking goat, apparently. And uh, it is what it is. And I, the next morning, so I took him out, and I said, listen, I am not like Nestor, bro. Like, we going to fucking shoot a goat regardless. It's cool. It's going to make this. We're going to have fun. We're going to get a. Well, I almost say my fucking words, bro, because. We kept on going on stacks, and we just weren't getting them. They were gone. They were bolting. And I was like, God damn it. And uh, next thing again, I had to call the bullpen. I called up fucking Jaywalk. I was Relief like, where picture. you at, dog? I need well, a what, 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 what did I tell you? I said, I said, bring that fucking decoy, dog. <laughs> I said, big poppy's on the way, man. That's what I told him. He did. He did say that fucking shit. And I was like, oh. And I told yeah. you, I said, I'm never going to hear the end of this shit <laughs> if we kill this fucking goat, right? Sure enough. And we saw we saw the ones that we wanted to get you know, go after, and it was fucking bumfuck in Egypt, bro. We did have to walk. He was well, probably the farthest if, one if, for him. If you want to walk it back to how it really happened, you know, I spotted these goats as they were walking to the truck. And oh I said, hey, I got God. some goats. They're over there. Let's do this. And, you know, we, we did that. And, you know, you could finish the story. but you know, I mean, I'm just going to give put you know. facts. And, yes, you fucking came through. And I fucking, we, we, we hid behind your decoy. We followed the do- the, the, de- the antelope that you saw. And we were going to a fucking whole different another village over here with other ones. And then I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. What a stalk. I have such an incredible stalk. <laughs> there was a whole fucking herd to the left side of us or down below that popped up yep. out of nowhere. We we yep. could yep. we would never even seen these motherfuckers. Whatever. And these I mean, I don't know, there eight, nine, thirteen of them. I don't know. So I remember walking, we saw a couple and they were a long ways off, remember? Mm-hmm. And then we keep walking on the angle, and I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, this is a stop. I'm like, 100 yards. Remember, yeah. I was like, 100 yards. I could see one's neck looking right at us. <laughs> and luckily, I was looking over the decoy, but I, this buck is looking right at us at like yeah. 100, 125 yards. I'm like, holy shit. So we freeze. You know, it's me, Luke, and, and the hunter's a big guy, and we were all behind this cow, and this buck just stares at us for like maybe a minute and then goes back to feeding. I'm like, holy shit. Didn't get a great look at the buck, but I knew it was a buck. But go ahead after that. <laughs> so this is one thing I do like about Josh. Like he 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 knows how I am. This quick break is brought to you by Apex Next Evolution, the elite outdoor supplements out there. Y'all want to stay harder for longer? Then look no further. Apex brings you the hardest, cleanest, long-lasting oral supplement out there today. And guys, I will put my name on it. That's right. I said it. That conquer they got going the pre-workout is the bomb diggity. But they got it all, man. All the way from energy, hydration, 
to recovery. Guys, check them out. I'm not bullshitting you. It's apexnextevolution.com. Use my code, gladiators10. When I go on a stock, I'm just like, if we go on a stock, it's going to be a shooter. Whether it's a fucking dink or not, we going, we're going to kill some motherfucking thing. But think about Josh's. He knows how I am. I, and I say that in a nice way because uh, I would never let my guy shoot a dink dink. You know what I mean? Like like that dink that was with sure. uh, Matt's thing. I would yep. never. Hell no. Fucking Nestor would fire me on the spot, right? Right. <laughs> but um, but anyways, like this, this stock, we were 800 yards in already. And I kept looking back. And I at this one point, I, I stopped Josh and I said, bro, look at this weather that's coming in. And you said, what you said? You said, uh, what the fuck did you say? It's character. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he goes, because I, I, I literally a monsoon was coming in, yeah, a tornado. Well, no damn, mon- the wind started gusting about. It's to all black behind us. It's black behind us. It's blacker than his fucking back of his hand. I'm going to tell you that right now. And because my back of the hand is like blacker than yours right now. And I was like, God damn it, Josh. I, and I stopped, and I'm like, he's all worried about the weather and listen, all that. We're we're within a hundred yards. Of this goat, there could have been a tornado coming. We'd have kept going. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but I started going looking at fucking my terrain. I was like, damn, I'm not making my truck. I started looking, and I was like, dude, you know, Lyman has a reputation for tornadoes, whether you like it or not. The biggest one went right through the town. It was like a fucking. Uh, Five. But if there was going to be a tornado, there would have been a tornado watch, all this other shit. Tornado Listen, typically e- either way, either way. Up. So I'm just more worried about my safety and my hunter, right? Oh, uh, Mr. And Ethical. I, <laughs> and not only that, but I wanted to come back to my wife's titties. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. <laughs> so I fucking said, dude, well, look at the weather. And he fucking said, it builds character. And he kept on slow walking. I was like, oh, fuck. I got the wrong motherfucker with me. <laughs> I was like, all right, James, we're going to shoot this motherfucker, and we got to make this fast. Let's go. We kept going, and we get we got fucking 60 yards. And he goes, take a Well, it was, the wind was blowing us so fucking bad and so fast. The wind was perfect direction-wise. Oh, yeah, but as far as the decoy, it, it just blew the decoy like a kite. So we had to like plan everything, like grab the bottom part so it doesn't blow us out. So we were holding it, walking with it. I pulled the binos up, and he goes, I want you to take a look at it. Is that something you want to shoot? <laughs> and this is one thing I want to fucking, I, I will give Josh credit. I pulled that motherfucker up, and I seen it, and I wanted to slap this guy for even just asking me that question because it was a shooter no matter what, right? Like It was definitely a shooter. But he knows how I am because I, if we would have shot this motherfucker and I didn't do that, I would have gave him shit. I was like, dude, I would have never shot this motherfucker. It's too small, right? First but I would have never said that in front of the client. But that being said, he knows who I am. <laughs> he goes, take a look. I don't, I'm don't. i just here holding shit. <laughs> Y'all, listen, man. So like he said, we're getting wind gusting 30, 32 mile an hour, and I'm holding this kite. A fucking tornado's is, coming. Which is the blind, and the, or excuse me, the, uh, the decoy. So as I'm trying to pull my binos out and – hold the uh the decoy with both of my pinkies as well as look through my binos you can imagine the force that that 
uh, decoys putting on my forearms, right, just shaking the shit out of me. I can't judge his antelope. I just knew that with the naked eye, he was something that we should probably get closer to. He looked like a damn good goat. Therefore, I wanted to get Luke to confirm. We're because fucking rifle hunting. That's that's great. I just wanted to confirm Jesus. that this was the caliber of buck. We're not archery hunting. We're not fucking. I don't got a stick bow with me. We're archery, dude. I honestly was like, "What the?" And you're like, "I think we can get closer." I'm like, "No, we, we we're a fucking eighty yards away right now." These no. antelope, we're we're eighty yards away, and they're feeding. They're not even looking their heads. They don't up. even I mean, know we're there. We're, we're taking you know four inch steps, kind of angling toward, not angling at them, but angling in their direction. They're not even looking as we move anymore. Now the issue was, you know, I'm six five and a little bit of change. These guys are shorter guys, and I'm seeing over. I could have shot that antelope at two hundred standing up off the sticks, but they can't even see it clearly. Like you know, can't see the vital. So you know, they're like, we still can't see it. Yeah, and I'm like, well, we can me, get James closer. is a little shorter than me. I said, we could get closer, and we could have got closer and shot no. him at 50. <laughs> no, I but, was like, uh, no, motherfucker. So that being the story I said, like, I'm not Nestor, and I'm like, whatever. I'm looking through the binos at this fucking buck with these does that took off. And I literally said, all right, we're going to shoot this fucking antelope. We're going to shoot this antelope. He's like, all right, Josh moving to the left. We're going to have our barrel out to the right, and he's right there. Sure as shit. Boom, game plan there. And this, James could not find the goat, blah, blah, blah. It sucks when you're, when you're the hunter and you can't. Uh, because I had an incident in Arizona just last a uh, couple weeks ago where these guys got me, got the gun put on the fucking uh, coos deer, and I still couldn't find this motherfucker. So I get it. But I also turned into Nestor. I was like, shoot this motherfucker. Shoot, shoot. You know what I mean? I did, window, I shit you not, dude. I turned into a Nestor. I'm like, dude, we're fucking uh, 80 yards away. Shoot this motherfucker. They're going to blow out and run to bump fuck Egypt. You know what I mean? Like, they're gone. And <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, Josh, but I fucking was like, you fucking shoot this fucking antelope? Do you remember me, like, turning into Nestor real fast? Like, I said, shoot, shoot. I do. Uh, you know, that was... So I'm holding a decoy, and there were several times where I uncovered ourselves, right, to be able to shoot. And I was like, all right, kind of point the gun here. I'm going to slide out of the way, and you shoot. Yeah, you sh we shot. I, I said that. we You moved left, and we were right there on the right side of you. I mean, it was perfect game plan. Yeah, it, it was perfect. And I said. I would uncover the guys, and they still couldn't <laughs> quite see the buck. So they're standing there in plain view of these antelope, unobscured. And they, they just couldn't see him. So that happened two or three more times, actually. But it was kind of crazy how we were able to pull it off. Yeah, it was uh, honestly, that was probably the coolest fucking stock that we did all year with me I that I pulled off. And I got to give you credit because, uh, you know, you didn't give my guy an option. We said, we're going to do this. And we and we just started moving. Like, maybe that's the part where I'm a little bit too lenient and nice. I'm like, hey, man, how you feel about this? I don't know, man. Sure, that's a good buck. It's time to roll. Let's go, right? And, um, yeah, so it was. It, uh, it worked out. They bumped a little bit up on the hillside more so he could see him shoot. Boom, shot that motherfucker and Dropped holy him. shit, was that not fucking fun? Dropped that was him. fun. It was like me and you shot it, right? Yeah, like I, I felt like I shot that motherfucker and I was like, God damn, I could do this all year long. Yes. And uh, it was so much fun. I had so much fun with the guys, and like I said, like, to me, you know, 
guiding that year that in that little week of time for me is just enough where I'm like, God, dude, I cannot wait for my kids. Yeah, right. To right. fucking pick this shit up because, yeah. like, literally, like, obviously, a stranger, yeah, and you're working for them, and they'll, you know, they're gonna, you know, Nesha pay you, or they're gonna work a tip, working off a tip. You know, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. And then, like me personally, like I like to get to know these guys. I'm 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 friends with them. Obviously, look at Matt. He listens to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a good podcast to listen to because we talked about what we did, right? Mm-hmm. So like, um, like literally, like I, there's guys I I have relationships now to after I you know I just you know not only do I get their money when they come and you know hunt with Nest or whatever. I still have friends with these guys. Sure. I'm, 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 you know, just like probably like you, you know? Um, but at the, at the end of the day is like, I'm happy. They are successful because I know what it takes to, to make money and to spend money and to spend the money on something you like. And let alone, if you have a hobby and you've got a wife at home that says like, well, it's going to cost you this much money to go hunt with the boys and this time. I I want you to be successful, right? Because I live that fucking life. You know what I mean. So when it's time to go, like Wendell, he went all the way up to upstate New York and shit the bed. That I mean, that fucking sucks. I feel bad, Wendell. Hey, that's all right. I feel bad for this motherfucker, dude. You know what I mean? Like, what did you do in? I mean, the only thing I'm gonna say. What did you do in Arizona? Hey, listen. Uh oh. I shot the bed and I killed. That motherfucker's dead. I'm just going to blame this motherfucker on the mountain lion because we saw three mountain lions up there, dude. Really? Oh, one Debo-looking motherfucker, dude. And they had tags. We were just trying to shoot them, dude. Uh, The coyotes are not normal coyotes. These motherfuckers are just as tall as fucking timber wolves. I kid you not, bro. They're killing these fucking coos deer like it's their job. I mean, I believe that. Dude, it's fucking crazy. These wolves, these uh, wolves, they look like wolves. I shit you not, timber wolves. Coyotes, they're fucking. I'm telling you, dude, they're on TRT. Well, Josh, hey, real quick though, you know there is two stories. There's the actual story, and then there's Luke's story. There usually is. I'm bro. I promise you. You there ask Justin, or I'm gonna have the guys up uh, when they're down done hunting because right now they're hunting mule deer. Right now, dude, Arizona, that place they got it going on. Now. Look like it. Look like uh, you guys had a whole fleet. Oh, bro, those, that's Arizona. all these motherfuckers do. That's all they do. These are all Justin's high school buddies. Oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, just, then, uh, two of them had tags with us, and the rest were just glassing. That's cool as hell. They just want to help out and be a part of it. Like, that's it. Like that's They do it every year for everybody, for all their buddies, their their family, like wives or girlfriends. They go, because, you know, coos deer are fucking tough, dude. The gray ghost. Dude, I'm telling you right now, dude, they're fucking... Dude, they, I used to not really care for them. Dude, this year I fucking love hunting those motherfuckers now because it's fucking hard to find. They're fucking tough. Yeah. And um, you got to take far shots. I want to, I'm going to come down. Uh, I'm going to put in for archery next year, though. Ooh, because that's gonna be if you don't fight. get one, you can you transfer over to rifle. Really? Mm-hmm. The only shade thing is so August comes is when opening coos deer opens and they're down lower in the plains, right? But there's a lot more rattlesnakes, bro. Oh, that's rough. I mean, you can see a lot. Of uh, and I'm like, bro, I don't know about that. But they said if you come back in uh, December, January, it's, it's just good. It's when the rut's happening for them. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm all about that. 
I'm definitely all about that. No rattlesnakes and the rut. Fuck. That tag might be an OTC tag, too, for a bow. It is. It is. It is. That's what it is. That's why I said they were like, "What's I?" Because I asked them. I said, "What's what's going on with the with the bow tag?" Because they all shoot archery too. And uh, I said, "Dude, I I love rifle hunting. I do. I love hunting these deals, but I want to shoot a bow, dude." There's but I just guys that go down there and they go years. And yeah, years and dude, years. I could see that. I mean, look how hard it is for a fucking uh, um, a fucking deal. But I got to show you this my mount from last year. I heard. I heard about it. I heard. Oh, it dude, fire. this thing is fucking. Sick. Um, they sent me a picture of it, and it's done. I don't know what what I what the what I got to do. So this one is mine. That's a fucking monster. That's a big coos. A one hundred four. That's a big coos. One hundred four. Like that's legit. Yeah. That's a fucking nice coos, right? Look at his brows. Oh, bro. Uh, flip it over to the other one. That's Justin's. His was one hundred nine, I think, one ten. He had that extra, extra one, but mine looks better, I think, because mine's that typical. It's a one. lot more symmetrical. Yeah, his symmetrical. Is, his sits. Up his is like uh, his has that extra point, you know. But it's either way; they're both fucking cool. Fucking. If his would have had that brow, that's oh, like bro, monster, inches. monster. That's a hundred sixteen inch coos, dude. Dude, that's why I said, dude. There's guys down there that I was hunting with that's never shot over a hundred inch coos. So I feel fucking very fucking blessed. That's a My great first buck. one, I shot a, a fucking 104. Yeah. I mean, because I'm like, God damn. You know, and because I there's a couple guys that would roll by our camp, and we had a camp going on, dude. Well, our camp was legit. Uh, they come back with their, you know, side by side with deer. And you go there, and you fucking see like a three by three. And it, God, dude, they're just so small. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but they're trophies out there. Right, bro. right. They're just so different from what we're so used to seeing out here. And, mm-hmm. But, like, that's what I've learned to respect about the whole Coos deal. But I don't know. Um, I got to piss. You guys, you can talk about his missus. I got to pee real quick. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, let's see. That was the last hunt that I was with Luke on. Uh, but, you know, since he can't defend himself, you know, he's out there pissing right now. I mean, you know, I ride down into this little flat and – I say, yeah, Luke, you know, I got one, uh, I got some buck spotted for you. Let's make a move. We make a move. The rest is history. James got a good buck. I mean, hell of a time. Uh, he had, uh, what's his name? Javi. Javi, uh, yeah, Javi was in town from Texas. He got himself a nice buck. But uh, it was just overall really good experience down there, man. Uh, chasing those antelope and being able to do it with a rifle. Uh, totally different experience. Uh, obviously, it's not quite like you know the difficulty of bow hunting and antelope but it's still their their eyesight's just so keen that you really got to be on your ship from the standpoint of the uh the stalk because i mean they're just they're really really good at, at living uh and uh you know if you make a mistake getting seen or you're up a little bit too high uh you know and even scent i mean i was hunting down in archery and uh you know i had one bump because of uh, a wind switch so they definitely can smell but their eyesight's what keeps them alive man they they do a hell of a job doing it do a hell of a job doing it i hear this bullshit that you saying you yeah you got them on the bucks this i already seen those bucks but i was like i don't really want to go all the way down there 
That's probably true. That's probably true. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's probably. And true. then Josh comes in. I was like, "Fuck, here we go." <laughs> I see those bugs. God damn it, Josh! But I was honestly, what you got to do? You have to literally just shut the fuck up and let's go. And then when it's all said and done with, it's worth it's worth every bit it's, of it. It's worth every mile, man. And because you saw the difficulty, uh, I mean, we were seeing a lot of goats, but seeing those the upper age class goats, mm-hmm. those, those bigger goats, man, they were hard to find. Reason yeah. being, the those sunflowers, man, the cover, uh, cover, were just a lot. They were there. It's just harder to see them. So when you find one, it's time to roll. Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, it was there was no lack of goats this year. It was just lack of goats to see them in the open like we you saw them previous years, and uh, that's why I was like, God damn, dude, this this is different, man, than last year. And they were like, and I was like, you know, some of the guides like Josh and Cole, and they were like, dude, it's the cover. I'm like, that's what it is. Sunflowers are bedded down. You can't see them, and sometimes they can be walking through. Oh, you, you couldn't even see them, right? And there was, and there was a couple instances we went on, and I was like, "God damn, dude!" Um, but yeah, it, it is. But it was fun. That was kind of like our, you know, out east experience, and um, I, I loved it. I loved every bit of it, uh, dude. I got to fucking uh, take Co out and his dad out the last mm-hmm. day I was there, and I will say this. Those fucking guys are like rock stars are a fucking different breed, bro. Are a fucking different breed, dude. They, I cannot. I mean, I think I could fucking party. They're on another level. That's their life. Whole different level, dude. That's their life. Coe is a fucking machine, bro. When it comes to that shit, and like, um, but Gary Dale, man, what a fucking awesome dude. I'm so glad I got him to get one and. Uh, great buck too Great buck right And it was just Crazy how that all worked out But Like honestly like When people Saw the pictures of me And they're like Uh Is that really him And I'm like Uh Yeah dude And and I'm like Uh yeah What what the fuck They're like Why wouldn't you tell me He was in town And I'm like Uh What do you mean What are you gonna do Go out to deer camp <laughs> That's, that's a little you know what i mean yeah but it is what it is but like i honestly say this i again i was uh that was cool doing that uh i wish we would have got him one i see he, dude i didn't realize like he's that big of a bow hunter he's out bow hunting every fucking way bro right Who's now that? co oh is he oh he's everywhere right oh, now okay. i think he's in missouri right now really missouri dude he went to texas right he went to kansas Missouri, I mean, Missouri's getting hot right now. My buddy's over there right yeah. now, and he's he's into some deer, and uh, he's just bowling the fuck out of every all these fucking deer. And I'm like, cool. And that's one thing he said. He's like, fuck this good shit. I'm going back to my bowl. <laughs> and good I like that. This. Good for him, man. He's been on tour all the months, and now he's he's mm. out chasing deer around. It was funny because Nestor, because I had to go pick him up from the airport. Him, his dad, and Nestor called me. Right before I picked him up, he goes, hey, man, are you about there? And I was like, yeah, I'm about to pull in DIA right now. And uh, he goes, hey, man, just take it easy on Co." And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, ah, just watch it. He's hasn't drank. He's been up for two days straight. He's been on tour. He's fucking pretty fucked up. And I'm like, okay, so what's that mean? He goes, well, he might want to fight you. Or he goes, he hasn't been to bed. He hasn't been asleep. 
And I said, oh, uh, okay. I mean, what's that mean? He goes, well, he might want to fight you. He just start, you know, fucking with you. And I said, well, <laughs> I guess I'll go to sleep. Then. <laughs> right, he gonna be, he gonna get him some sleep. He's gonna get him some sleep. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't give a fuck who you are. He came in the fucking. He came in the truck, and you know, you could tell he was on one. You know, I was like, "What's up, Kyle?" He's like, "What up, man?" And he, he was like, "Fucking just." You could tell he needed either a pick me up, yeah, or just some a bed, sleep. right? And I said, "What's up, dude?" He goes, what do we got to do? And I said, well, we got to get these tags. We're going to hunt. Because that was the original plan. And he goes, oh, fuck, man. Dad, you're up, dude. I'm not trying to do any of this right now. I'll get the tag, whatever. And he was cool. I was like, damn, cool. That's cool. Whatever you want to do. I was like, I would definitely like to get a shot out to one one of you guys. And then Nestor called me. He's like, nah, we ain't shooting tonight. We're going to go on this different place, uh, different unit. I'll get them land vouchers. We'll go with Big R. Get them. You're done. He goes, so we're not hunting? And like, nah. All right, let's go hit a liquor store. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, now you speak my language, right? So we go hit this. Like, this is a funny fucking story, dude. You guys got to hear this story. Oh, I've heard it. This is good. Because we go in this bumfuck town of eastern Colorado. I mean, probably a population of fucking 23, 25. <laughs> liquor store. Fucking and there's actually a line of like six seven people in this bitch because it's small ass building, liquor store, and we get in there and we all get out and kind of get the booze for the night weekend whatever. And I'm like, hey, just tell me what you want, and I'll get it, because this motherfucker's no function of handling anything, right? So he's all like, man, get some uh. Matty eyes, maybe. I said, how about bush light? I'll get a 30-pack of bush light. Perfect, perfect. And uh, he gets uh, some other shit. But, you know, we're there. I, I see some fucking happy dads. I'm fucking, I'm like, oh, shit, happy dad, this small ass town. And I pick some up. And I fucking grab it. So I got a, you know, stack full of shit going on. And uh, Gary Dale wanted some Twisted Tees. He likes those Swiss oh, teas. There's a bunch in I there just, right now still for me. I just can't. Too much sugar. Yeah, about one of them, and I'm like, I, yeah. Actually, give it. me a twisted tea. I'm going to try a twisted tea. Uh, Maybe right now I'm going to try a twisted tea. Just enough. for Gary There you go. Uh, if I don't like it, guess what? I didn't buy the motherfucker. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, do you like these? They're pretty good. They're not bad, right? I've actually been on beer lately, uh, so it's kind of like not as – I feel like that. I don't get bloated off these. That's that, what I that's, like. That's a good point. That's, That's what I'm count. saying. I, I, I can drink them and I feel great. I'm, I'm getting drunk too. Three, five percent alcohol. Yeah. So it's nah, just, these are really good. These are not probably bad. like my my favorite. I think are the the elevated seltzers. Thanks, but these man. these happy dads are. Uh, this is really, really good. They're not and bad. One gram of added sugar. That's that's really, really good. Nine day difference, huh, Wendell? <laughs> we we had Trevor out here. Uh, was it last week? And it's like a Trevor one fucking. Whoa, this is fucking nasty. <laughs> Why would you drink this? The happy dads. Yeah, like he didn't like Which them. one do you have? Oh, all of them, I think. Uh, I think all of them. He just was not a fan of the seltzer deals. I think you have to literally know what a seltzer is yeah, to I be agree. able to acquire it. But uh, anyways, uh, so we go to this fucking podunk fucking liquor store, and Coe's coming in, and he's like singing. And of course, he's, you know, his voice is a little rough. I ain't going to lie because, you know, it's but. You know, the motherfucker's a country star. 
And he comes in, we're whistling and singing. And there's a couple of people just like recognized him right away. Like, oh my God, that's cool. Right. And they're like, you can see them pulling out their Snapchat, you know, and he's oblivious to this whole deal. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, no pictures, no pictures. He's like, okay, okay. And, uh, we get there, we finally buy, and he, he looks at this fucking dusted-ass bottle that's been sitting there since fucking 1972. I swear to God, this bottle had fucking cake and fucking dust on it. And he pulls it out, and it's Mad Dog 2020. Oh, my <laughs> He goes, yeah, let's do this tonight, Luke. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, this old timer, I swear to God, he's pushing 80 years old. This old timer. And he's the clerk, right? He, owner, working it. I don't know when the fuck he is. And I'm giving him all this shit and his beers. He rings it up. He looks at this bottle and he goes, oh, fuck, there's no price tag on his fucking vintage, right? It might even be antique in this motherfucker by now, right? And everybody, y- y'all have my bad dog twenty twenty. You had it. Yeah, sure yeah. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. And the guy goes, "Ah, oh, fuck. How about two dollars, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, perfect. Fuck two dollars for bad dog twenty twenty. Perfect, right? Like, because I'm buying this motherfucking shit, right?" Mm-hmm. And uh, and go comes out of nowhere. Well, fuck, if you're making prizes, I'll give 50 cents to that motherfucker. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. And I said, I said, $2 is fine, sir. Shut up, go. Let's I go. I can see that. And he, so he wraps it up, gives it away, and he, we're walking out. <laughs> and this old timer goes, well, all right, are you the one that was singing? <laughs> and whoever was singing, don't ever come back to this fucking liquor store again. <laughs> Yeah, no clue. No fucking yeah, clue. No clue. Told this fucking superstar, don't ever come back. That shit was horrible, he said. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, to me, I dude, I could not. My eyes were watering so fucking bad. And Cole was like, dude, it wasn't that funny. I'm like, the fuck it is? That's, That's your funny. living, dude. That's, That's like funny. me going into a gym teaching a seminar <laughs> about fighting. And they say, you don't ever come back or you suck. <laughs> Exactly what you know it is. What I mean? Same thing with football. Same right? thing with football. Oh, don't come here and tell me how to you fucking block shit. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know shit about shit. That's hilarious. Holy shit. Oh, dude. I fucking died laughing. And uh, <laughs> I think he said, man, well, fuck that liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That was, the, that was one of the best times I had there. But, like, honestly, uh, yeah, man. It, li- listen, if you guys are looking to uh, come out, shoot your first antelope, come, give them a ring, man. Like, honestly, we had a couple first-time hunters out there. Uh, we had that girl, Adam's wife. Well, yep. she shoot 500-some yards, man, smoked yeah. one. Yep. A monster, too. Good really good buck. Of course, Nestor, you know, will take her for that one. Fucker. One of the first, and it was like what twenty minutes into the hunt. Yeah, it was real fast. Like oh, <laughs> so the, it kind of fucked the guy because Adam was like, uh, "I can't believe that just happened like that." And she's all like, "Yeah, why are you gone so many days if it's that easy?" <laughs> you will never see anything like, this like again, that. Probably uh, it could happen. Luck, you know, lady luck might shine down again. But whew. oh, I could drink this right now. Uh, I must be feeling good right now. Yeah, that's it's got to be. 
That ain't. I that. mean, this is definitely a sugary drink. Yeah, I can't do it. I actually haven't done antelope yet, but I might try to do OTC with Josh next year. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah it's, it's definitely time, fun. It's, I mean, it's it's a fun fucking hunt. OTC is a lot different than what we do, um, or the amount of stocks that we do. I would say, um, but it's same reward, same fucking go. It's fun. Uh, it's when you, when you kill one in the, in that way. Uh, yeah, it, it's cool as shit. Doing it on the ground and getting. I mean, shit, I shot that goat at like 47, 48 yards with no decoy. Uh, I was fired up. You know, I got a little video up. You can kind of see. I, I pulled my phone out as soon as I shot him, and I was kind of going crazy. Yeah, uh, you were screaming like a little, like you definitely saw your first screaming. pair of titties that, or something. That definitely dog. wasn't screaming. <laughs> but uh, I did have a uh, an elaborate reaction because uh, it was cool as shit. I mean, OTC goats. But that's what it's about, honestly. It's about, man. It really is. I ain't going to lie. Uh, it really is. To me, that's why I said I like hunting. I like guiding that week because I could never do it a full time gig, dude. I'm never. No. I'm not a full time guy. Like I just like listen. If you ain't like a friends or family, I'm literally good for a week. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Like I love everybody that we hung out with. Uh, you know, during the antelope. But like, if I had to help Nestor out for like deer and like. Mm-hmm. You know all this other shit, I dude. I could probably do it one, maybe a four day deal. Like that was it. But um, I just, dude, it just, it, I you know, it, it's just hard because everybody hunts so much different, or everybody's from a different location of the country. You know, like you get east hunters versus different west hunters, and the way they want to bring in their hunting style versus what really happens out here. You know what I mean? Like it's not well, the same. It's not the same, and nothing against well, the way they hunt. It's not sitting in a blind. It's not over water or over a food plot. Like this is spot stocking. It's way different. Like we're gonna do some things that you're gonna be like, whoa, and it's like just do it, and then you'll understand why. Uh, and you do yeah. it, and you guess what? You shoot it, and guess what? You got this picture, and you got this video. You can brag to all your boys back home that you fucking did this bullshit. It wasn't sitting over a feeder. It wasn't sitting over a fucking, um, you know, food plot. You fucking Cabanchi sneaked that motherfucker, dog. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? In our case, there was a couple guys. Like to me, I, my eye was that cow decoy. Like, it was, and it was cool because I will say this: not um, having you there was way like having the hunter there and them shooting was like one experience. Like that's ice on the gate, yeah. But this motherfucker is like. This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen 2s, and they have the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are or the bomb.com. You know, uh, guys, check them out at crispyus.com. Like, seriously, like, he makes, he, he raises that bar after you shoot one. He'll pick your ass up and throw you like a ragdoll, dog. Like, literally, like, picks you up because he's so happy for you and proud that it fucking worked, the plan worked, and it's a hunt, you know? To me, that's the experience that you pay for. And 
to me, that's a story that lives on to me. Yeah, I mean, that's a, like nobody gives a fuck about the shot. Like, yeah, you can shoot like my my shot. Not how you are. I don't give a fuck. I'm more worried about like the process of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we didn't see shit all fucking day and get fuck closing hour. And I there's a shot. I got to yeah. take it. You know, to me that's to that's where to me it is. Like the the shot. Like even on like some of these shows that you see on. The sportsman now, like, yeah, it's cool seeing the shot. It really is, but it's the process of it. It's the process, man. And the process after it, and like that, because every hunter knows that's what it, when it's all said and done with, like, like the, the euros or the, or the mounts that you have. And like, to me, I always like to have like a little picture somewhere, you know, by it that I know, okay, that's the process. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not old enough where I can, I know that I every hunt that I've been on, who it's with. But as I get older, I may not. You know, and then, you know, God forbid I pass away a little older than I want to. My kids can see a picture and say, oh, here he was with Uncle or yeah, Justin yeah. or Josh, Wendell. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference of having a picture there. And I think that's the part where, the legacy lives on, and um, you get to do more than just a deer head in in the cabin or your showroom trophy room. To me, it's all about um, who you spend it with, right? I mean, hundred percent. Right. Like you know, you know me. I love to solo hunt. I love to grind it out by myself, and it's great. And, and don't get me wrong, the high of 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 tricking an animal when you're by yourself it's incredible but uh yeah like the older i get the more it's very important to me that if i share the woods with somebody like it's gonna be a motherfucker you know motherfucker you like and you want to do it with right or i'll go by myself yeah it's that simple it's it's Uh, not about like a a status thing like people are like oh you're so lucky i get to go with justin right yeah motherfucker we were doing this shit before you even knew justin like that video i put out the other day like me and him right like I put that video out when it happened. I maybe maybe got three hundred likes, three hundred plays. What did yeah. I have on it? That motherfucker the other day. I showed you. I think it was like one hundred and eighty thousand. It was mm-hmm. stupid. Now that who he is, right? I'm like, yeah, this is motherfucker that we were doing this shit before he was who he is now. Yeah, right. And uh, that's why I'm saying, like, I I know like who my people are, like, and that's why I reposted it. Because he hasn't changed. Me and him are still doing the same thing. Me and him deal, you know, yeah, we got camp shifts now. Right. <laughs> it's a lot better than what we have. We were sleeping in a, t- a tree house. Yeah, yeah. Like, things are different now. We're Now we're sitting there sleeping in a fifth wheel up there. It's just way different now. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what money can do and the process of what me and him have grown up a little bit now. Um, But, yeah, that's the whole reason why I posted that. I didn't expect it to blow up like that, but that just shows you what nowadays social media and, you know, how he's gotten such a mainstream, you know, media now. Um, I did it more so just to show so I could still throw my meat across his face. (laughs) That's pretty good. But, yeah, it was funny because, um, you know, but that's what I'm saying is, like, you know, it doesn't matter who you're, sharing it with but it does it does matter right because at the end of the day it's like you know we do it because we want to you know fill our freezers especially nowadays um but at the end of the day is like 
you know, yeah, we all can go down to the store now and buy shit. You know, we're not hurting for money. We know it's there, but the fact of the matter is we, we are hunters. We like the the organic part of the whole deal. We don't know what is you know the story you don't what you're getting. Um but the but the truth of the matter for me is like I'm not starving over here. Truth of the matter is all about the experience and who I share it with to me. Yeah. And uh, to me is like I would rather not kill an animal but have a great time doing it. You know what I mean? Like to me I, I I'm I'm okay. Some guys are all like, Oh, I need to kill something. Mm-hmm. I Maybe that's just the bitch in me. I don't know. I'm more about the experience because I like learning shit and I like having fun. I like the memories of the whole deal. And yeah, man, do we all want to shoot animals? Do we all want to see that? Fuck yeah. Nobody wants to eat a tag. Nobody right. fucking wants to eat a tag. My whole deal is I enjoy the process way more than the fucking uh outcome ever is the shot the fucking deal yeah that's icing on the cake that's candles on the cake to me but 100 you know like the first time uh i shot in arizona i was okay giving up the gun i was like justin you're up next then because that's motherfucker was talking mad shit bro i don't miss shooters miss shooters don't miss you know blah blah guess what this Ooh, motherfucker missed. That's how it happens. <laughs> Can't say shit like that. You yeah, you're jinxing yourself, you bro. To miss. But anyways, yeah, it was fun, man. Uh, but yeah, so what, what do you got next? You got anything coming up? Well, I'm going out to Texas. In oh, that's right. With those with, with Brendan and some other people. That there's a uh, a friend of his has a I think it's 900 acres that hadn't been hunted in like eight years. Mm. So we're just gonna go out there and see what's there. That's cool. That's going to be um, surprising. It's going to be fun. Um, and be then, cool if he has zebra on there. Because that's what's there's cool. No, there's no telling. Now, I mean, yeah. In Texas, Stags, because all that shit, like and- like literally, like they break out of those high fence rings and literally you can shoot. Yeah. If it's if and, it's not native to Texas, there's no you don't have to have a license. Yeah. And you can like spotlight elk out there. Oh, dude. Yeah, you can shoot you Spotlight them anything. Axes. Yeah. Anything but deer and anything oh. but deer and native animals. So you can spotlight Hogs, you can spot like scimitars, axes, wildebeests, yeah, all that um, shit. They got you've heard of a markhor, huh? It's like this crazy ibex species that's in like Afghanistan or Kyrgyzstan or something crazy. It's like a big six figure hunt. They've got high fence ones you can go shoot down in Texas for not quite six figures, but they charge you out the ass just because it's a markhor. But my point is, is they've got everything down there. What what what, what would that cost a guy? Uh, you talking about in Texas? Yeah, probably uh, do 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 probably at least tens of thousands. Probably oh, so it's still yeah, a probably, high price, probably deal, twenty but not, plus thousand, but not like a you know, well, like an axis or something. Yeah, not even close. No, yeah. these are these are gonna you're gonna be in that the, probably that twenty plus thousand dollar range. Yeah, but if you were gonna go do that shit in Afghanistan, way more and way more dangerous, way, way more uh, travel. Right, way yeah. more of that, way more travel, not only from a plane, but by some vehicle on a crazy road and, you know, the translators and all that stuff, which is, yeah. sounds awesome, uh, which would be a credible, I, w- I would never shoot a, a Markor in Texas, but point is, is you can. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I would never say never because ah fuck I, I mean you know what I mean I just I be broke one. these days you know what I mean <laughs> I don't need a markor that bad no I I don't know because here's the thing dude because I've been on a few ranches in in uh, Texas 
I would have never known I would be on a ranch because it's just so hill country, Doc Bill. And you see these fucking like black bucks running, and the next thing you'll fucking run around another hill, and you'll see a fucking zebra or zebras, and like you'll see some of the exotic Neil guy, and you're like, dude, this is fucking. I feel like I'm in Africa. I swear mm-hmm. to God, like some of these, like you never see a high fit, you never see a fence. I don't, I never did on a couple of these fucking high price, high end um, deal. Or some big chunks of property in Texas. Yeah, yeah. And my whole deal on this whole thing is, and like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably get some hate for this, but I, me, here's the deal, dude. Go to Africa. You're bitching about a vaccine that you got to get for a fucking uh, Corona. Motherfucker, you are going over there and you got to get stabbed to fucking death for this vaccine, this vaccine, this. Yeah, granted, people have been doing it. But here's the deal. Like, you're going to fucking get shots to get over there. Two, it's going to cost you a whole hell of a lot of money, the flight right now, especially now. Two, you're going to no man's territory. You don't know where the fuck you're going. Like, you don't know. Three, you ain't bringing any of that meat back. You are fucking bringing trophy hunting. You're a trophy hunter. Well, now. I think you can. It's just are you willing to pay the shipping from? And, and I don't think you can. I, I think, don't think you can. I think it's mostly they donate the meat to the villages that are around there. Yeah, it's more so. It's, they'll send your your cape and your head home. Yeah, for you. So, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not. I haven't done. I don't. I'm not 100 percent true. Number two, I think it depends on what area in Africa you're going to if you need those shots or not. Uh, cause I'm looking into a South Africa hunt. You're gonna get shots, not, bro. It, it's not looking like it. It, it depends you. on what part. <laughs> do you think? Do you think I looked into this shit or what? I promise. It you. depends on what part of Africa you go to. You, you dude. They're I'm looking at you. They're looking at you right now. They're like, oh, you're coming back home. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, if there's an area where you have to have it, you have to have it. I mean, that's yeah, no, I mean. that's just what I'm saying, and that's pretty much what my point was saying is like, well, you know. Yeah, guess what? You got to do it. We that's just how fucked up we are right now in the head. We gonna go. We gonna, we'll go get a shot. We don't know, but we're gonna go shoot an animal. Right, right, right. We do it. Right. I'll do it. if I got to do it. I'll do it. One hundred percent. I, I would have too. Right? I haven't had the COVID shot, but I'll get whatever they need over there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so fucked up how we are right now. Yeah. Right. That's how guys think. Right. I mean, it is what it is. But that's that. That's what I'm saying is like in Texas. At least I know I'm I'm gonna go over there. It's still gonna cost me money. I still gotta hunt the animal, you know, someone. But I gotta bring everything back. Mm-hmm. That's the part that uh, really intrigues me about it. Because um, I really wish I could bring from New Zealand. I wish I could have brought everything back. Now. I mean, I brought the back strap and tenderloins back. Bomb. I could I could only wish what I would have brought back. If I could have brought all that back, you know what I mean, and and that's like like I shot that oryx in a high fence in uh, Texas, mm-hmm. bro. That was the some of the best fucking oryx shit I've ever. Oh my god, it's outstanding. It is the best. I think to me, it was better than elk to me. So good. No guy is supposed to be. Pretty that's good what I hear. You. I just I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess um, I'll maybe in time I'll, I'll find out. To me, that's not like the, my top of my list. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be from Texas. Yeah. Because everybody from Texas is like, oh, you got to shoot Neil Guy. Yeah. Everybody, all my buddies that are from Texas, oh, Neil Guy, dude, you got to shoot. So we say we're like, I'm like, man, they're just, 
Yeah, they don't have very yeah, much. Yeah, I wish they were cooler. It's like a big, they're like, it's a, they're like a horse, it's, dude. It's like a small Eland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's just those, not very, I don't know. I mean, yeah. if I had money growing out of my ass and, you know, yeah, cool, I'm down with that. But me personally, uh, it's I'm, it's crazy, though, you you know, being in this, not because I'm from Texas, but, like, if you really research, there's probably a ranch in Texas you can shoot whatever you want to shoot. I mean, oh, it, Dude, have you heard of a bongo or a, yeah, bongo? I think. Yeah, they're this African animal. They're uh, no African from China animal. or something like that. You can kill them in Africa. Oh, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. They're like oranges, red with I don't know. I got a picture of. A, I think they're called bongos. I know exactly. But anyways, the guy was like, "Hey, you want to shoot one of these?" And I was like, "What the fuck? That <laughs> looks like an oryx on steroids, right?" And he's like, "Oh, so like from China," and and he goes, "That animal will cost you like sixty grand." Yep, that's it. Yep. Yeah. It says uh, the bongo is a large, bongo. mostly nocturnal, forest-dwelling antelope native to sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, it was like 40 to 60 grand, I think, is what they were going for. I was like, hell no. That's like some of, you know, a lot of those guys get real caught up in the slams, like the African slams. Yeah. Usually that's everybody's last, like, African. Uh, that one right there is? Because I think you have to have that one for, like, the spiral slam because they've got, like, you know, the kudu, the bush buck, the nyala. Uh, I think that's the last one for the spiral slam. I could very well be wrong, but no, just, that's probably right because it's spiro up. Yeah, it's badass. I, I just know that that's usually everybody's last entry into whatever the hell that slam is. Is that that bongo? Uh, what I saw, dude, and uh, they had one in like a small fenced area so that you could see it. That's why we drove by. And I was like, "Why is it in this thing?" He's like, "He's like, well, he's not been feeling good, so we're trying." To, Get the vet out here to, you know, take care of this animal because mm-hmm. it's expensive. I mean, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, um, it, so I mean, I guess I, my whole deal was like, I guess on a poor man's budget, it's still expensive. You're shooting a forty thousand dollar animal, sixty thousand dollar animal in Texas at a high vent. Could you imagine if you had to go shoot that shit? Yeah, and it probably could be cheaper, honestly. Uh, going over there shooting the animal, but the expenses of getting there is just a whole different. Yeah, and bringing the trophy back home, you know what I mean. That's one thing I will say I do know about uh, is bringing trophies coming back over because now that I've hunted international, um, that's a whole fucking different checkbook. Too. Sure, sure, yeah. You better budget for that too because mm-hmm. you're like, oh fuck. Keep it. <laughs> Probably thousands to do the whole dip and all it, that it's shit. It's crazy, dude, do. just to get it in customs yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, once you get it, you're like, oh, man, it's way worth it. You know what I mean? But it's hopefully you don't bring back malaria or some other <laughs> that shit like and that. Now you got to talk some shit like that there. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Come on, dude. But anyways, but you ever seen that movie like, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, the Trenchler movie? What was that? When a guy brought over the Trenchler in the coffin? Arachnophobia. What an arachnid, was it? Oh, arachnophobia. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what my whole deal is. I come back from Arizona, dude. My shit is sitting outside for two or three days. Yeah, I had I'm a not bunch lying. of them down there. Tarantulas, yeah. scorpions. Dude, when I came back, it was snowing. I was like, yeah, y'all live out here and die in this shit. shit yeah. You ain't making it in my house. Mm-hmm. Promise you. Yeah. I leave all my shit. On this deck out here, and you are freezing your little fucking scorpion ass off. Because you never know. Like, I mean. I'll give you a good one. This is 
not hunting related. This is construction related, but uh, this has been probably uh, 10 years back. We done a build out in Houston when I was still in the Texas area. And we they had ordered some special bamboo flooring from China. Like this is like high dollar, yeah. you know, going, shipped it over, going through customs and all that. So we get it in, you know, get they install it. And a couple of weeks later, they call us back and they're like, hey, we don't know what it is, but every time we sweep this floor, we come back in the next morning and it's like there's there's dirt here. You know, nobody was here all night. So, you know, we're, we're looking and nobody, we can't really figure it out. Well, we really get to looking and there's like little fine like pinholes in it. Well, there was beetles that when they shipped it over, there was beetles in the wood. So the beetles were actually eating the floor. <laughs> so when you came in in the morning, it was literally sawdust left over from the beetles eating the Are floor. Are you shitting me? No, no, no. They made it alive. They made all it all the way, way from, from China. Coming to America. Coming to America and literally, were, well, they were, I mean, they were eating the wood that they were shipped in. So, I mean. Yeah, I guess. Oh, my God, dude. That's kind of how so the shit happened. they ended up happens. having to tear the whole floor out, redo it all. You know, and of course, they went with a different type of wood this time, but. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Get though. When you ship but that's the, that's the thing. So what I mean, eventually, like you don't even know if those fucking native thing or those foreign things came and bred off and made it made it here, and now they're fucking here. Yeah, that's the shit that trips me out because, you know, every time I travel somewhere, dude, I'm like, okay, what can I bring back here? You know what I mean? Right. You know, I I mean. My whole deal is like, what am I going to bring back that can fuck me or my family up? Yeah. And every time. I got asked it like, which Chris, you've met Chris. Uh, you got the cabin out by you, Josh. Oh, yeah. He's got a, he paid for a trip to Africa that he's paid for a couple of years ago. And he asked me if I wanted to go. But I just don't know. It's like, I don't know. That's a different world. I don't know if I want to go. I think, there. I think I just, I need to have a. Here's the here's the reason I want to go to Africa. One, I want to have a, a little bit more uh, cushion for my pushing on my pe- my pocket. You know what I mean? My because when I get there, I know I'm gonna want to do some shit. I don't want to be on a fixed budget. You know what I mean? Like I do not want to be on a fixed budget. And like I think I would get, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I think I get my feel on just doing some like planes game, like. Uh, I mean, water buck is, mm-hmm. you know, you start to get up to be a little bit more expensive than like a yeah. bush buck or an impala or something like that. But maybe a bush buck, you know, a reed buck, a uh, virtual zebra, uh, stuff Not like me. that. I want to shoot them all. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? I'm here, man. I just drove. I flew all the way over here. I want to be here. Well, I know that you know if I, I mean? go once, I'm going to want to go back at some That's point. That's the thing. I'm going to want to shoot a fucking chimpanzee, dog. Well, you, I don't give well, you a can fuck. Shoot, there are certain monkeys you can shoot. For yeah, them, they're, for what are they? Uh, Nestor shot one. A fucking. Uh, um, you shoot baboons. Baboons, yeah. Chris, uh, dude, that's what Chris wants. That's one of the things he wants. Dude, to I, I want, I'm, dude, I'm not, dude, they're mean little motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. They're like what you think? Over there. What you think? They're fucking, they're, yeah, human, my ass. I'll shoot a motherfucker. They're like coyotes over there. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are mean. I want, I, I really, I, I want, I'll shoot two of them. I want a full one. Like, a, like I want to, I want to dress one up as a, as a Abu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, holding yeah. my ashtray. Yeah, you know what I mean. Would that be? You know what I mean. Yeah. Have my own little cigar, little ashtray holder. That would be bad. How badass would that be? Right? That's just sick. me. 
I don't give a fuck. Sick. Yeah. Unfollow me. I don't It'd be give a sick. Fuck. Yeah. The other one would be just like a skull. Skull. Their skulls like, look fucking cool. Like just having it. Because when that little motherfucker comes over to pick up Eva up for a date, I'm gonna be like, hey, look at all my shit. Look at all these skulls, son. You see all these yeah. skulls? I'm gonna have a human skull yet. I will. That's I'm gonna have to buy road. one. I'm gonna have to buy one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be a biologist and shit. Mm-hmm. But my boy Ruckus, he has a bunch of skull, human skulls, dude. Really? Oh, dude, he's fucked. <laughs> fucked in the head, bro. This yeah. motherfucker has human skulls all over from all over the different centuries. Damn, he, no he's shit. Made, he's made mad That's money. Cool shit. And he just has skulls. And uh, <laughs> I told him this a long time ago. I said, man, when my daughter starts dating, I'm going to need a few of these skulls. Uh-huh. He was like, I got you, homie. We'll bring a whole glass table over. Uh-huh. Because uh, he has, he has uh, skulls that are like hitting with a club, um, like smashing a dent Damn. with a club, a uh, gunshot uh, in the head. Uh-huh. Um, he has all these different, like he's he's crazy like Damn. that. Damn. That's cool. And uh, I told him, I was like, you know, he, I'm like, dude. I'm gonna need some of these skulls when my daughter's couple like, years. Like, I'm gonna yeah. need these. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, dude." Yeah, that'll work out. <laughs> and good. I was like, "Yeah, I definitely because you know shooting animals one thing, but having a fucking skull, <laughs> a human skull, <laughs> smashed and a bullet hole. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like that's different shit. That's a different scare." In a, I hunted with a guy uh, last year in Third Rifle, and he was a uh, he was a veteran special ops guy. We were just talking about, like, hunting experience. He's like, yeah, I hadn't hunted a whole lot of four-legged critters, but I've hunted my fair share, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, that's the real shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, here's the thing about that. Um, People are asking me, like, hey, do you think you kill uh, a real human being? And I'm like, well, I don't have these guns here. I'm I, I'm not, t- I'm not blue my, t- my toot my own horn. But, like, every night I go to bed, I make sure... I can get to a gun, not just because I'm trying to scare a motherfucker. I'm going to use this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not playing around with shit like that. Uh, especially in my house, to, right? I was about to say, especially when it comes to home invasion type um, stuff. I mean, there's no my, my My whole deal is like, if I'm out in civilization, is what I say. And I, and I say this because if I'm out in the street, in a restaurant, with my kids and family, People ask me, like, do you think you'd kill somebody then? I'm like, why would I kill somebody unless I don't feel endangered? Right. Right? If a guy, drunk guy is fucking trying to pick a fight at the bar and he picks on me, right, I'm going to fucking put him to sleep. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. There's there's scenarios. If I'm at a bar, if I'm at a bar, like Brooks Bar up here, and I'm eating with my family at a restaurant or having dinner, having cocktails, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, I have a shooter walks in and starts shooting up the place. Do you think there's a difference of, do you think I would shoot a motherfucker? This guy's not thinking twice of shooting me and my family, let alone my kids. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck would I not have a issue of doing that? And if you have an issue, you're a fucking, you need to go get checked out. You need to go get checked out. I know, uh, yeah, that, that was a, a really good analogy. And, yeah, in that situation, I mean, if I've got like, a firearm, I'm doing everything I can. Here, here's my yeah. deal. Is like, that, that's kind of like the whole, like, you know, when you conceal carry and, and do everything, like you're not allowed to have, if you're having alcohol, you can't have a, a gun on you. Right. 
Well, that was kind of like my deal breaker. I was like, well, fuck. I'm usually, when I'm out, I'm usually having a yeah. cocktail, right? Like, what yeah. it is, you call spade a spade, I might have a drink, right? Yeah. So guess what? I'm not going to have a, my, my firearm on me. And there's sometimes I go in places where I'm not going to drink and I'm going to carry. Um, But at the same time, is like, what the fuck, dude? I don't, I guess there's the point of where like a bunch of, like, if you're getting belligious drunk and you shouldn't have that, yeah, I mean, I get that. But nine times out of ten, is you, shit happens when you're not least expecting it. That's fact. You know what I mean? Like, that's just it. You know what I mean? And, like, people are, like, always asking me, oh, you know how to fight and do all this. <laughs> Bitch, that ain't going to stop a bullet coming through me. That's fact. You know what I mean? Like, why do you, why, oh, you know, you're a UFC fighter. You used to be fight. Why would you need a gun? Why wouldn't I want a gun, dude? Listen, everybody else got one. I, nah, it doesn't matter what everybody else has, even though it's a fact. I have my gun because I can't have my gun. And if it needs to be used, it will be that's, used. That's my whole deal, man. I, and I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I was seeing uh, something come up on my Instagram yesterday, and I'm they're hanging out with my wife. And my wife is like, you know, she's not a all for gun person she's like there's a time and place for it like she gets me why i do everything and have it and she loves she loves the fact that she feels safe because i have guns she does she ain't trying to fire a motherfucker but she knows that i can but i you know it is what it is right like i'm not trying to uh make her something that she's not but guess what it is what it is my whole deal is i kind of went on a tangent last night because you know, they want to fucking ban ARs from here, do all this bullshit, this and that, but yet we're funding all this money and all these guns and all these ARs to this country, but yet they want to take them away from us. I don't understand that. And she's like, well, you know, it's war going on there. There's war going on here. We're just it's not war right now. It's fucking it's crime sure. right now. That's the difference. Sure. Two two. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I told her. I said, How would you like it? We at Red Rocks right now, and there's a bunch of motherfuckers parachuting in. Mm. <laughs> coming mm. in and they're gonna shoot. All of us dead to our fucking feet because they don't give a fuck mm. about us and about our beliefs. And all I have is my sidearm. Guess what? I'm going to take Ooh, my sidearm over nothing. 100%. And she was like, I know, I know, I get it. And I'm like, no, you don't get it because guess what? This is what's fucking what's happening. It's real. That is not fake right now. What happened to those people over that festival? Think about that. It's fucking crazy, dude. To me, like, if anything, it gave everybody more, it gave everybody an eye-opener of what really could happen here. Oh, yeah. Red Dawn is a real motherfucking thing, dog. Bro. Real thing that could fucking happen, and guess what? It better be safe than not some fucking, it better be safe than sorry. That's all I'm saying. A hundred percent, man. And I know that, uh. I just hope Wendell don't have a bow for his sake. God damn, Wendell. <laughs> 
You can uh, you can call me tinfoil hat guy, but it don't have anything to do with the AR. It's got the only thing it's got to do with is control. Yeah. Well, here's the thing on that whole deal. Uh, we know I'm glad it's gun control is right. It's All like, they want to do is can if they can take those guns, they can control you. It is control, but at the same thing, I don't know no gun that's ever killed me. It's the person that's operating it. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And. That, if that, anything, that, that gun's harmless sitting on the table. Dude, right I've there. had them everywhere. Like how many times? How many times has this gun fired off anybody? Not one. You know what I mean? Um, the whole thing is it's it's it's, <laughs> and I'm not a very educated man. <laughs> Everybody knows this, but fuck, dude, it's mental. It's a mental, dude. It's a mental health issue. That people need to get really do, and what it what it all starts out with is back when kids are younger, dude. I'm telling you this right now. All these people, all these parents now, they just want to put people on a pill, a prescription, a pharmaceutical drug. Oh, he needs a therapist. No, he needs a mom and dad to fucking educate him. He needs him. you. He needs you. You need you in your life and to fucking educate them. That's the problem. That's the fucking hundred percent problem. He doesn't need a fucking therapist. He needs you to fucking man up and be a parent, a real parent, to tell him no, spank his little ass when he needs it, or she needs it, and fucking show him right from wrong. He don't need a fucking therapist. He's a mom and dad. Right. That's my rant. I mean, I don't Straight know. Maybe, maybe I did shit in left field, but it is what it is. But, like, honestly, I'm not a perfect parent. My wife's not a perfect parent, but goddamn, all you can do is do your best. And I'm all I'm saying is, I have no problem bringing my kids in this little group of circle that I have right here, or who I have in my podcast across the table from me, because I know, goddamn well, the people that I want my kids around, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, mm-hmm. and that that to me, that's just where the whole gun thing is is. Uh, is fucked, and why, why do you think that all these terrorist groups are all fucked up? Well, when they start, they're taught this belief. You know what I mean? They're taught this. This is how it is. You know what I mean? Like, of course they're gonna carry it on, and this is what they believe. They think it's right. It's no different than if I raised a dog to fucking bite every fucking stranger that walks in this motherfucking hill. All right. That's what's gonna happen. Nothing, nothing's different, dude. It gets taught at a very young age, man. You know what I mean? You get taught what you, like, you know, it's all everything. How, like, when you were a young kid, Josh, your mom and dad taught you respect your elders. 100%. Yep. That is why when you grab, when I haven't seen this motherfucker, and I, I forget his handshake. Because every time he grabs me, I'm like, this motherfucker tries to strong dick me, dog. Long dick me every time. But he fucking grabs my hand. I'm like, God damn it, Josh. I'm your buddy, man. Listen, you give a handshake. You don't give the wet noodle like the guy at church in the back row when it's time to fellowship. You don't give the wet noodle. He does it. You look that man straight in the eyes. Damn good to see you. You know what I mean? He does that every time. Because it's not hard to do. No, it's not. But God damn it. I'm more like a fucking chest bump and (laughs) give you a little soft huggy. Bring it it in, homie. (laughs) Let's fuck some of this bud, Doc. I got this. 
But you, you're like a fucking, god damn it. I, I think my circulation is barely coming back to my fingertips right now. <laughs> We're two hours in, god damn it. I appreciate a good handshake. No, I know, I know. Um, but listen, all I'm saying is I appreciate you guys, period. And it was fun to catch up with you guys and uh, see you guys again. Obviously, oh, Wendell, time, Wendell came. Wendell came through on uh, my uh, barbecue sign yesterday. See, I didn't get no invite. I, I had to watch it on. on listen, IG. nobody got no ice cream. All these listen, ribs listen, being listen, cooked listen, and Traeger him, fired he up invite. and all this stuff. I listen, didn't get to eat anything. Listen, I just had to make him a sign. Listen, ah, uh, one of those deals. Here's my you, deal. Wendell. Here's my deal. When I'm a first timer, I swear to God, I'm a first timer on something new. I don't invite anybody. <laughs> Might be some shit. Because I don't want to fucking feed somebody some shit, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to. But now. Hey, let me ask you this. What do you think about the whole time change thing? Do you know what bullshit. time it is? Do you know what time it is right now? Bullshit. Yes. Don't look. Just I, guess. Uh, I'm t- it feels like 8 o'clock to it's me. 6.07. I know. <laughs> it's late so that crazy. It feels like late right now. Yeah, right? man. That is wild to me, man. This is when we get our cabin fever because at 5 something at night oh. is. We got some months of this. Dude, I'm telling you, we got a couple months of this, and this is why, this is the only thing that I look forward to right now, right, is having things to do outside the house. Uh, you know, you got to do things outside the house because yeah. I, I don't know, man. You get Because I'm telling you right now, like there's a couple times previous years, we I would just get pissed off. I'd hate life. Not doing it, and I and I said, "Oh, it's a dark thing," and you're sitting there, or how many times you just get fucking drunk? Yeah, hundred percent. And all of a sudden, you look and you're trash, and it's like it's seven thirty. <laughs> I, I haven't even, even ate dinner, dinner yet. Yep. I, I haven't even ate. It's yet. bad, dude. That's why I say, like, you gotta take control of it, dude. You gotta. I wish they didn't do it. I honestly don't wish. Yeah, why not just do away with that? Do it. Everybody else know. does. Yeah, just do away with it. But shit. I guess here's the thing. I guess they did it for the farmers, and uh, what was the other one? Oh fuck! Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna think. Let me think. It was the farmers, and uh, which makes perfect sense uh, why they did it. Uh, mm, God damn it! Oh, this is gonna fucking bug me now. I just we just talked about it today with my with one of my people. Um, Oh, what makes sense? Why is it? Why do they do that? Don't make any sense to me. Wow, I know. I don't get it. I know, but they did it for farming, the farmers, and um, man, maybe Google that real quick because I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna fucking uh, go at ease with it. Um, which makes perfect sense why they did that. Oh fuck! Why was that? Um. Any, anyways, somebody tell me. But, um, yeah. Says the true reason why DST was created was to create a way to save energy and to get more use out of our natural light, our natural daylight. What? Um. No, that the idea is to move an hour of sunlight from the early morning to the evening so that people can make more use of daylight. Benjamin Franklin. Blah blah blah. No, that wasn't it. Fucking straight up. Why the fuck? Oh, I'm going to have to fucking text message you guys and post, post it about it. Because it's going to ache me. 
It, so this says this says was daylight savings made for farmers? It says myth. Daylight saving time was created to benefit farmers. It says it's a myth. Really? This is agamerica.com. Um hmm. yeah, it, it was some I know that was part of the reason, but obviously that was a myth, but I don't know. This other one was uh I was like, oh fuck, I get it why that that makes sense. I wasly I don't know why it was. What the fuck was it? It's going to bug me. But um, either way, like I said, it was good seeing you guys. Um, we got a couple of deers to kill still. A couple of deer to kill. Um, and then I'm going to probably head south, do some um, pigs, maybe exotic. I don't know. I just I like that time frame in the fall well, I'm or in the winter. The- we ought to time it up because I'm wanting to go down there to uh, Shed Chief's place. Yeah, like yeah. April, like April 1 because that's when they're April is probably too much, so April's too hot for me. What you mean? I'm trying to go like February or March, dog. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad February time. or March ain't bad. It wouldn't be a bad Oh, time. you're trying to do a turkey deal too. Yeah. Yeah, I could care less about those fucking I know. birds. But, um, yeah, that'd be fun though. But I'm just saying uh, there's a couple times, there's a couple things I want to shoot. I got to shoot an Axis. Got to shoot some pigs, period. When's the, when's the uh, Salt Lake Expo? Late uh, February? February. Middle February. That's a good You know time. you're going that. Yeah, I'm there, man. We got to run that back. I'm going to Reno this year. I'm going to go to Sheep Show, I think, in January. Really? Ooh, I may, uh, I may yeah. tag along. Yeah, I got to go to that. Uh, not that I want to shoot a sheep anytime soon. It'd be good to show face. But I got to go meet a few people and mm-hmm. um, do my thing, you know? So, yeah. um, that being said... Um, yeah, man. Uh, you sticking around here for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I'll be here for Thanksgiving. All right, all right, for Thanksgiving. All right. Okay, yeah. Wendell, you? Yeah, I should be around here. Uh, okay, okay. Well, thing about cooking the goose, man. I, I fully, ooh, I fully plucked like a big ass greater Canada giant goose. Fully plucked it like it's in pristine condition. I'm just trying to think of how I want to do it, but uh, fry it. I do a whole goose. I could, I could. That's the best. I'm telling you that right it's now. Really good. Turkeys are really good. Like I'm that. telling you, fucking deep fried is shit. I'm scared, man, because I got to do this whole fucking uh, Traeger takeover deal for Thanksgiving. Ooh, wee. <sighs> bro. So you're grilling, you're grilling slash smoking your turkey, smoking everything, dog, everything. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I can fuck up something, I'll figure out how to fuck up something, and it's gonna be that. But oh wow, everybody's gonna You'll find out. Figure it out. I'll do it. It's just. Follow along the temperature. That's all you got to do. Hey, you influencers, all it's got to do is look good. It ain't got to taste good. <laughs> <laughs> look oh, at these motherfuckers. Jesus. God damn it. That's a damn good Hey, point. listen. Bye, Felicia. All right, we out of this motherfucker. I can sense your apprehension. This motherfucker was supposed to say that, not you. Detecting <laughs> Alright. Alright, we back next week. We out. Hey guys, I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um do me a favor, check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in, ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore 
unfiltered underscore and at gladiators unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you.